everybody. Rob here getting you ready for Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast. Talking about 90 Day Fiance on the podcast as we talk about TLC shows are trash. This podcast is sponsored by our friends over at BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts and the presenting sponsor of the Podcast One Sportsnet Challenge, where I am taking on the other Podcast One hosts in a weekly pick'em game where I pick five games a week with the winner, the winning host, getting $5,000 for the charity of their choice. And been hanging in there this season. Got uh, my picks in for week number 11. Uh, went with the Saints over the Bucks. I went with the 49ers over the Cardinals. The Cowboys, I picked them over the Lions. I got the Patriots this week as well. Uh, Patriots over the Eagles. And then uh, my lock of the week was the Vikings over the Broncos. Hopefully I can advance in the standings. And of course, you know where to go for NFL, college football, and NBA action as they all heat up this week, all fall along with games you're not going to want to miss out on. Visit our good friends and our exclusive partner at podcast1betonline.ag Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure you use that promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% sign-up bonus. Don't forget about the big Monday night game as well, Chiefs and Chargers, betonline.ag. Don't forget about that promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% sign-up bonus at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Robin Akiva Needle Podcast, and they need your Yeah, Robin Akiva need a podcast number 58. TLC shows are trash. And now let's bring in a man who has watched TLC shows, who has podcast all of Seinfeld and is the current co-host of the 32 Fans podcast. Please welcome the great Uncle Kiva, Akiva Winokur. Akiva, how are you? The the current host of Thirty Two Fans is Chester firing me. <laughs> no, no, that's uh, that I was talking about your past okay. podcasting. What you do currently? Okay, Keep, uh, uh, Okay, so current as opposed to sign. So it. many, so many. We, you and I have not podcast together in twelve days. I feel like uh, mm-hmm. if we hadn't been uh, doing a podcast for the last hour for the seventy five dollar patrons, that uh, we would be have so much to catch up on. But yes. in terms of uh, this podcast, Akiva, so much news going on. First off, did you see that Curb Your Enthusiasm is coming back uh, actually very soon? Uh, yeah, we knew it had filmed like a year ago. It also had the little tricky thing where where the funk man, sadly, has uh, has passed away. So I don't know what they're doing about that, if mm-hmm. there's any scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, do, what do you want to do? Are we going to talk about Curb Your Enthusiasm? Should I mean, we have a, what are we a Curb gonna do? Corner gonna do- in the mailbag? Yeah, I kind of feel like it, it's more of a Curb Corner. I feel I have almost no recollection of the Curb Your Enthusiasm recap podcast that we did. I feel like that we were a little disappointed with the season. I think we talked to Colin Stone. on. Uh, he was a guest on one of them, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then other than that, I feel like it was kind of uneventful. I feel like people would be disappointed if we put this podcast on hold and did 10 weeks of Curb Your Enthusiasm recaps. So I kind of feel like at this yeah, point, I think, maybe special coverage of the of the premiere, but I I don't think it warrants a weekly recap. 
Yeah, maybe we do one episode and then and then we could just, you know, we'll, we'll be watching it anyway. So we could do a uh, a curb curb update in the mailbag. Yeah. And also on that the this podcast records uh, not in a conducive spot to talk about. Not uh, at all. <laughs> the, the opposite. The, opposite. It's the last second. It comes out like right before the next episode. Basically, yeah. it would be terrible. Also, Keeve, that I was mm-hmm. uh, I was watching the news uh, yesterday, and the, there was a lot, a lot. I kept hearing uh, Keeve, 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 Keeve. There's so much. There's so much talk about uh, the city that bears your name in the Ukraine. I didn't. You always think it was Kiev. No, like now the it's city Kiev. in Ukraine. Now it's Kiev. When did it become? Kiev? It's crazy. <laughs> I, I, everybody's I trying a... to get in on the Renap bandwagon. Yeah. I, I, I weirdly have a Dynamo Kiev, or now I guess Kiev, which is like the main soccer team in Ukraine, scarf because my sister went mm-hmm. to like ran a, camp, a summer camp there or something. Um, I, I always thought it was Kiev my whole life, like chicken Kiev. Uh, who knew that there, there was Kiev? I did not it's know. Kiev. I think they're wrong. It was Kiev the whole time. And so now here we are for our episode. You uh, went all the way to uh, New York City and back. Mm-hmm. How was your trip? Yeah. It was great. I got to meet Missy and Allie Lasher, and uh, we went to went to Chester's house. We had the beer tournament. We tasted thirty two beers and uh, crowned a champion. Which may, may uh, or may not be a podcast. Yeah, we haven't really. But Chester Chester said it, it takes like seven minutes to edit every minute of that. Mm-hmm. And it was like four hours. Yeah, the, so it might not be out for a while. Yeah, uh, have you considered an oral history of the uh, beer tasting tournament instead of releasing the actual podcast? <laughs> I think it would take more time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, Akiva, our last episode, episode number 57, the Hot Take Tournament, uh, was also met with almost universal praise. You know, from when we hit our lowest low a couple of weeks ago, when people said, basically, should we even be doing an episode every week? Should the show go on <laughs> Yadis? Uh, we're, we're like Adam Gase uh, that we were, people were calling for our heads, but we bounced back. I don't think that was our lowest low. I feel like our lowest low was music videos, probably music videos. <laughs> like and then top 10 or trash the next week was not really like, yeah, really. We could have called it a quits after episode four or five and people would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But here we are back again and we are going to talk about TLC shows are trash, which has now been reduced to TLC show is trash. Yeah, that's right. We just we realized that the the rich tapestry that surrounds uh, the show 90 day fiance and it's many spinoffs is it's it, there's so much going on that it wouldn't really be fair or do it justice if we talked about other tlc shows okay well i am a novice uh i have not uh watched uh, any tlc shows uh specifically 90 day fiance i know you are an expert so you are gonna have to talk me through uh what what's going on here and sort of hold my hand uh through this as we talk about it today I will hold your hand, Rob. I will say that. Oh my God! Good God! What? What? What is that? Is that Hannah Shapiro's music? <laughs> no. If I was a wrestler, I'd come out giggling. Yes, that's the ultimate oh move. Can, I don't know. It's Stone Cold did that every week. Can uh, make it manufacture oh, giggles. I, I approach the wrestling r- rink like hee hee hee. Here come. <laughs> Hannah Shapiro is here, holder of the what? Money in the Bank pass. That was one of the prizes she got for her fifth appearance on Rob is a Podcast <laughs> in the studio, which uh, she might be the survivor record holder of most times here in the studio. 
at my house. And Hannah, how are you? I'm happy to be here talking about what everyone wants to hear me talk about. 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. and One of my favorite shows. Yeah. Uh, Keith, how did this come to be? I think we have a we have like a, a person who tweets at there's two people of money in the bank passes for this show uh, Hannah Shapiro because you punished her by giving her one and uh, <laughs> Melissa Denny for winning the Royal Rumble also not really uh, willingly got a money in the bank pass mm-hmm. and a uh, I, I think a, a, a listener has set up a, a separate Twitter account to tweet at Melissa and Hannah who can say hey Robin Akiva talking about X do you guys want to come on with them but here I think we had a, we had an inside mole which was uh, yes. Ali La- Lasher, Sally, Sally Splasher gave gave Hannah sort of the rundown of what we do. And, and Hannah said, hey, they're going to talk about Nine Day Fiance. I really like that show. I didn't know mistaken, I, that's that this was in your yes. house. I've, I told Ali, I said, I watched 90 Day Fiance. I watched 90 Day before the 90 Days. I watched 90 Day Happily Ever mm-hmm. After. I watch clips of Pillow Talk 90 Day Fiance. Yes. It's an empire, and I'm very much a participant in this uh, just, world. Yeah, a little uh, inside baseball that you and Ali Lasher were classmates at Northwestern, correct? We were. Yes. We took a, a class about islands, and now we're friends. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's not just like podcast friends. You guys actually uh, go way back. Did Ali well, ever yeah, talk I know her. to you about her friend Missy from back home? Her friend? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, maybe not her right. best friend. Maybe not. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, Hannah, let me just also yeah. uh, get this out of the way. I, I know that uh, some people are going to uh, hear that you were on with us to talk about 90 Day Fiance and say, hey, why didn't you talk to Hannah about the controversy around Survivor? There are going to be those people. Yeah, I I will be on RHAP again in two weeks. Yes. Uh, where we will dive into, I'm sure, lots of things. And, uh, you know, we don't want to we don't want to spoil that. Mm-hmm. OK, <laughs> but more more seriously, I do think um, I've been listening to a lot of the responses to everything happening and, you know, have put out a few words of my own. But I think. I really want to process and think about what I'd like to say. And uh, instead of talking about Survivor, really dive into this uh, 90 Day Fiance world. Got it. And that is but what that we will do. that doesn't mean I don't feel, you know, obviously everything in our little community is very um, emotional right now. Mm-hmm. And I definitely have a bit of an island hangover emotionally. Mm-hmm. And um I will Understood. at some point yeah. speak about it. Yes, well, uh, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll talk Survivor in a couple of weeks uh, with Hannah. All right, but we're yeah, you don't about- want people to be sick of our, you know, me and you. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Kiva. our dynamic and Akiva. Well, yeah. no, well, but they, you know, famous trio. Um, this trio, we do, but we don't want people to specifically. I meant be sick of an island back and forth let's save that for okay we'll save it so look look for hannah she's going to come in and we're going to do the feedback show in a couple of weeks all right but we're here to talk about 90 day fiance and i guess the season seven premiere and so this for me and i think for probably a lot of people that listen i think we're either gonna people that, that know everything about 90 day fiance or know nothing about 90 day fiance and i was in the camp that i know nothing about it uh Hannah, what what drew you to 90 Day Fiance? Uh, 
Um, you know, I think it's a show where the stakes are just so incredibly high <laughs> and things are just so ridiculous. We, we have people on this show. The, the, the basic premise is um, an American is uh, wants to bring over a foreign love and they apply through the K-1 visa. And when the person hits the United States, they have 90 days to get married or the person is sent back to whatever country they come from. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is just an amazingly high amount of stakes. And for some mm. of these people, and we'll talk about it, depending how they met, some of them have spent like a day with this person or a week together. And then they bring them into their lives and there is pressure to get married. It's really an incredible show. Okay. And I had not known a lot about it. I know Akiva recently binged the whole thing. How did that happen, Akiva? I honestly, I'm not sure who sort of got me into it. Uh, Someone someone told me about it and I said, let me check it out. I thought, I don't know if you're familiar with, um, with the show Married at First Sight. But Married no. at First Sight is exactly wi- what it sounds like, which is um, they, you know, they, it's a blind date marriage and the people get married. And amazingly, if this show, if that show was on in like 2002, it would be the biggest show on television. But for some reason, it, it sort of exists in relative obscurity where a lot of these couples like stay together and have kids, maybe hmm. like an average of one per every other season or one per season. Like, you know, maybe one or every four of the pairs really last. Um. So I had watched that season and then I, I guess somebody Another said that maybe incredible this, show, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit less. Uh, it's become slightly different, but it's a little bit less dramatized. Like there's very little production interference like it because and you know this because a lot of times it's boring. Uh, 90 Day Fiance, mm-hmm. like sometimes if on, on, uh, on uh, Married at First Sight, whereas 90 Day Fiance, especially in the, you know, in the later seasons. Uh, you see is uh, they're they're they're, you know, maybe putting in some some drama in cases where they, they aren't. But I, I tried to check it out and I watched one episode and that sort of snowballed into watching four different seasons. And then uh, as as Hannah alluded to, there's there's before the 90 days where where um, it, they sort of haven't gone. They haven't started the clock yet. And maybe somebody's visiting, you know, a guy's going to Korea to visit his girlfriend or something like that. And they have uh, what's the other one, Hannah? What's the other one called? Um, Not there's the 90 nine, days. Well, there's 90 days. The other, well, the one, so there's 90 days the other way where right. an American is moving to a foreign country. There's 90 days before the 90 days where they're prepping for the K-1 visa process. There's 90 day. The, the one we're talking about is 90 day fiance, like the original where they have the clock going 90 days. There's 90 days happily ever after where the couple's. Um, are already married and you're following their journey of if they stay happy or if potentially, you know, someone was just in it for the green card or yada, yada. There's pillow talk 90 day fiance where former 90 day fiance contestants watch the current season of 90 day fiance and make commentary. Why is that? It's like like, because they're in bed. A lot of times they're in bed or they're on a couch. It's sometimes it's couples Sometimes it's um, one of the cast members and a friend. Depending, it depends how their relationship turned out. It's there's really a full world of ninety day fiance. They should do second chance ninety day, where then they take. They people. Did that, well, I'm sure they've already done that. They've already done the people that didn't. It didn't well, work they, out. They they'll did, match up other did, people. Well, there was a contestant, a Darcy. Yeah. 
Darcy last season, who was Spoiler. on 90 Day Fiance with um, her fiance, Jesse, and then was on it again. That didn't work out. It was very um, intense. And then she was on it this past season with uh, a man named Tom, a Swede, a Swedish man and then mm-hmm. a British man. Yeah. Um, and so she really was the second chance voted. So that actually has happened. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, occasionally there'll be returning characters, including this season, although we don't see them in this first episode that we that we watched. Okay. Uh, let me just yes. also Thank add you. that uh, this is not the first time that 90 Day Fiance has been covered on the RHAP network of podcasts that uh, frequent RENAP contributors, uh, Liana Boris and Puya Zanvakili, actually did an entire season six recap of 90 Day Fiance uh, back in January. And uh, former RHAP podcaster Jordan Parhar uh, actually covered most of season uh three and four with Haley strong not on a weekly basis but it was a uh, mm. a, a, a favorite of theirs as well to talk about so uh that so everyone should go listen to theirs yes now we'll see you in a couple hours well, if you want if you want more coverage you can search for 90 day fiance in the uh rob's website that's awesome yeah it deserves to be covered okay R- now, rob also like this show just to like give you a sort of background like the show does ridiculously well in the ratings to the point where there was, I, I don't know, Hannah, I don't know if you were watching it live this summer. Like there was like three 90 day fiance shows on at a time at one point this summer. It was oh, insane. I, w- I watched like five, them six all hours on my computer, but uh, yes, I was watching many of the offshoots. Um, I, I, yes, I watched all the different spinoffs. There were a few storylines that I maybe wasn't as interested in. So I would sometimes on my computer just fast forward through. Yeah, you could skip people pretty easily. It's, yeah, that's a good part it, of the show. You, you could, really you could get cut to, the two hour oh, show sorry. to an hour. Yeah. Yeah, you get to follow the couples you're most interested in. So just to make sure, as a as a novice coming in, yeah. that the, the format, Akiva, is it's two hours every week. Depends on the show. Some okay. uh, this show will be two hours. The mothership that we're talking about, season seven. But some of the shows are an hour. But the ones that are an hour end up being twenty episodes a season. Yeah. Whereas the the or uh, or eighteen. Whereas and there's also always like a, a two part after show, which is a hot mess. Yeah. Uh, and done in a very Akiva, bizarre way. I love way how also. into this you are too. I love that I get to chat with someone that is as excited about it as me. I, I never heard of it six months ago. Also, Rob, like the just to give you an idea of the online fan base the 90 day fiance reddit is bigger and more active than the big brother and survivor reddit whoa whoa yeah so this um, is not this is a popular show yeah so and- it will be trending on i i mean i don't really dip into the reddit world but it the, the twitter it always Sunday trends nights? yeah it yes, really yeah. no it there's a lot of oh, all week there's there's a lot of tweets no sun yeah especially sunday night like i it the tweets about it are very yeah popular and what i didn't realize coming in was i thought we were going to be okay 90 day fiance we were going to be seeing like basically like one story two hours no. one, one yes. story no so it is we are introduced to a ton of uh, a bunch of people uh mm-hmm. what four or five different couples in this five episode. couples and, and yeah. we're going to track them over the the course of the season yes and there are more couples just to set some context for the listeners I have watched like an episode and a half more. Um, if I ever seem like I'm talking ahead, I think there are how many couples are there, Akiva, this season? Eight. There's eight, but eight. one of them is is from the past season, who's who's sort of a second chance yeah. type thing that they're and, continuing. Well, like third chance. She's like a sort of a, a returnee. 
Multiple. She's Very young attorney because she's she's uh, that was probably the most boring people last last season. Well, and just to, in case we haven't made this uh, clear enough, so each each one of these people, one is an American citizen and the other person is not who is going to be mm-hmm. coming in for the 90 days uh, H-1 visa. K-1, yeah. K-1 visa. K-1, now, yeah. Okay, K-1, K-1. Okay, uh, yes. so... Hannah, how do people yes. end up on this show? Do they have, do they, they end up, do they apply? I mean, I, I would assume that they apply and that they are looking to cast people who are dynamic and have lots of secrets. Okay. Because every episode, there'll always be someone who goes, I have to reveal this big thing to my partner. Mm-hmm. So I assume that there are a lot of people applying for the K-1 visa and maybe they feel that it being documented will help them. Um, a lot of them gain, you know, social media followings. There, there, there is a, a draw to be a part of this. If right. you're applying for the K-1 visa, I told my friend, she married a guy abroad and I said, you should apply to the K-1 visa. Please be on this show because I would love to be the skeptical friend. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's always a skeptical friend or There's family member. There's always a skeptical friend. So I don't know if like, I mean, my friend didn't apply, but I don't know if, it, you know. Yeah. Akiva, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like that you're probably tapped into this. Do, do you think that like, does TLC have like, uh, like, oh, we've got, we work very closely with the K-1 office. That like, You want to make sure that your, <laughs> Ooh, your that's a thing good question. goes through? I, I don't think so. I will say 90 Fiance Casting has a popular Twitter account. Uh, oh. And while I don't know their name, at least one of the people, if not the person who controls the Twitter account, DM me this week and said, oh my I'm excited God. for the next Renap episode. Oh, OK. From casting. Yeah. And I said, what's going wow. on? And it's, the, it's the casting account. They have a lot of fo- they're not verified, but they have a zillion followers. It, impl- it implies that they've listened to previous Renap episodes. Yes, for sure. And I, I guess it's so it's a, probably an RHAP yes. person who listens to Renap who um, who is in casting. So yes. if you have any questions, I mean, I'll okay. DM them during the episode and we'll see if they can answer. We'll see. Now, uh, Hannah, have you ever listened to a Renap episode before? Yes. No. You could be. be, be, yes, you could be I have. Be no, truthful. I have. I got. I got sent. Uh, I got sent one. Which uh, one? With Ali Lasher. It was Ali Lasher was talking about nineties um, MTV shows. Oh, okay. Nineties mm. MTV shows are trash. Okay. Uh, yes. All right. Good. Good. So, yes, but you know, I. It is nothing. I, I. I mostly just listen to Nicole Byers. Why won't you date me? That's my main podcast. <laughs> that is a good podcast, Rob. You should check that out. It's okay. a wonderful. It's really funny. But you can't. You I, have to uh, listen with headphones in in front of the kids. That show, Rob. Why it's it's dirty. Oh, podcast. it's very. Dirty. Yeah, Nic- yeah, Nicole Byers is like a pretty dirty comedian. Yes. She's okay. Comedian, but she's one of my favorites, and um, I've probably listened to a full season of Why Won't You Date? Okay. Uh, why won't people date her? Um, she's so funny. Well, the thing is, she's trying to figure that out. That's okay. a podcast. She's very funny and wonderful. I don't know. I think I think someone should date her. Yeah. She's I really bet great. Would date her. Mm-hmm. I, I think they should. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's talk about ninety day uh, fans. I, I was actually very surprised. I, I felt like that, uh, you know, watching the show, like I, I felt like, ooh, I don't think any of these are going to work out. I, that I feel like that uh, all these situations, Hannah, uh, seem like uh, they are all. Uh, I, I am also the very disapproving friend. Uh, I, I don't think any of these relationships are are good ideas. 
So I think sometimes what I've learned over the course of these seasons is you have to have a little faith. There was a couple, a couple seasons ago, David and Annie, that everyone mm-hmm. was really, really skeptical. At one point, they got kicked out of their living and they were living in a storage unit. Mm-hmm. Like it was just an insane situation. And they've become a successful couple and one of the most beloved couples of the franchise. So you have to be skeptical, but you also have to have faith. I don't know, Akiva, if you agree, but that's how I approach I, the show. I do agree. I mean, it's a big deal for for the for the you know far and half of the of the couple to come over here. And I feel like, you know, we're seeing the worst of, you know, we're seeing all the problems, the reasons why it wouldn't make it the people who are skeptical or against the relationship. But, you know, they're already have half the battle by being here and starting the process and being willing to get married. So I, I, I what's interesting is, uh, and Hannah, you I think you watched more of the early seasons than I did. It used to be it was almost <laughs> a foregone conclusion they'd be together at the end of the season. Right. Whereas now it's basically a coin toss where now, you know, you'll see like they're even together when the finale ends. And then they like flash on the screen. By the way, two weeks afterwards, they broke up. Hey. I think that's how The Bachelor has changed as well. Like we see that reflected in a lot of these dating shows where I think the first time a Bachelor didn't choose his final women was Brad Womack. And <laughs> everyone went crazy. And then they realized, oh, it's more fun if the happy ending is a question mark hmm. in all these shows. I think there's been a real shift to like, we have to get this happy ending to no, let's like leave it up in the air, um, both on The Bachelor and this. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, I know so much about these shows. All right. So <laughs> I this think is so that embarrassing. <laughs> we have a combination of listeners who know nothing about 90 Day Fiance yeah. and then uh, who know everything about 90 Day Fiance. So uh, I think, could we talk about the, the couples that we're going to meet this season? Let's- Yes. Do you have a particular favorite couple, Hannah? Um, yes, I do. I I'm a big fan of there is a beekeeping couple this season. Yeah. Um, Anna and Marcel. And just a little context. Um, they're both shy beekeepers. Um, Anna, uh, where does she live? She lives, I feel like, somewhere in the Midwest. Nebraska. Nebraska. And um, Marcel, I believe, is from Turkey. Turkey. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, they met on a beekeeping forum, in a um, Facebook group, a, bee, uh, and, a beekeeping FB beekeeping. Yes, and they do talk in beekeeping puns. If you're curious, and the most fascinating yeah. element of them is they don't—they really don't really speak any of the same language. Like he doesn't speak much English, um, so they use this translator app, and it's. <laughs> They're both already so awkward and adorable. And then you add the language barrier. And of course, we'll, d- we'll dive into some of the deeper problems in their relationship. But on the mm-hmm. surface, I can't help but root for these two awkward, shy beekeepers. Yeah. Well, first off... I don't want them to get stung. I could have used Anna and Marcel a couple of weeks ago when my house was infested by a, a swarm of bees outside my uh, podcasting window when I was oh, talking no. to Sally Splasher. Uh, that uh, There was about like uh, 10,000 bees oh, that God. just uh, ended up uh, being right outside my window. Uh, second of all, yeah, I, Hannah, what kind of forum was this where that... She speaks English, and it, it was it just did they just rely on like the little button on uh, Facebook that says translate this? I think over yeah, I think over text it must be a lot easier. 
Um, in, in person, there was this immediate awkwardness. But the one phrase he learned was, I want to kiss you. Mm-hmm. He mm. kind of shouted that out at the yeah. airport. And <laughs> the other funny element was when he went to meet her, he like made a friend in the airport. Yes, that was really funny. But, but couldn't communicate to her what was going on. And there was, there's just, they're just, <laughs> I get this like sweetness and softness mm-hmm. and none of it feels um, manipulative. They just, they're very endearing. I also have so many questions because I'm a person who um, communicating both with friends and especially in a romantic relationship, language is very important to me. And I, and I'm, just really fascinating, but fascinated by them. Yeah, I also think they probably send each other cute photos of them with their bees. Um, it's such a specific hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love them. How can you not root for them? Yeah. Uh, Akiva, what did you think of the moment when she picked him up at the airport and then he introduced her to his friend? What's funny about that, I think Hannah will test this, so little of the things that happen on the show by season seven are 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 sort of be, it, you're never just seeing them out and about like they're oh it's always like a big set piece uh we're, we're, it's not a documentary if you're not familiar with the show and you're not going to watch it it's not a documentary style like producers are showing up a few times it's like all right this is going to be the restaurant scene this is going to be the whatever scene you know two three scenes per episode so that was like the most out of the blue thing that's happened in <laughs> 10 years on the show where like the guy made a, another Turkish friend on the plane and he's just standing there. It was really funny. It was like the most innocent thing I think that's ever happened on the show. Yeah. Like it was clearly. Oh my not God. Planned. It was it was so sweet because there was a moment where you could see her processing. Like, is this guy coming with yeah, him? Like, it, right. Will you I have this to person? have He's like, no. Is I, this his brother? Just my like, friend. what is happening? And then she asked him, she was like, Who is this? And then he didn't know what she said. So he goes, what is this? And then he just kept saying her his new friend's name. Mm-hmm. And there was there was something so pure. Yeah. A lot of these couples, there's a lot of um, underhanded sort of... In, there's a lot of intention in what people want from each other. And with this couple, what's refreshing for the show is it really seems like they just... They're two awkward, cute beekeepers. And I think there's something, if there's something different, I keep, I think you'll agree with me about their relationship on the, in the context of the show. Uh, they seem very pure compared to most of the other people, like yes. some of whom, at least one of the, one half of the couples there to be famous or to be on TV. They don't, as far as I know, they get very, I don't want to say very little, but much less money than you think for being on a popular show. It might be like under a thousand dollars per episode or something. So it's not like, you can't make a career out of 90 Day Fiance unless <laughs> unless you get your own spinoff, uh, which only I which mean, only one. Oh, couple well, there is, so far. Yes, there is a spinoff. Chantal and Pedro is a couple yeah. who got a spinoff. Why did um, they get a spinoff, but, Hannah? A lot of drama. It, it was sort of like a Shakespearean drama in terms of their families hating each other. Oh, yeah. It Everyone was very much like Capulets. It was a very shakespearean level drama i have not watched their spinoff um i i don't think people when i say intentional i don't mean to be clear like getting fame or money from the show Mm -hmm. i mean a lot of couples while they might love each other you know one person maybe wants to be in america the other person wants to prove something to their fan like there's a lot of people wanting different things (laughs) yeah and so with this couple it really is just 
who cute beekeepers. Right. So they're cute. They're they're cute. I'll I'll give you that. Uh, Anna and Marcel seem like uh, that the bees will keep them together. And there's complications. She has kids, and uh, they don't he seem can't to like tell this his guy. family. And well, he, also, he can't. Yeah. He he's Muslim and refuses to tell his family about her kids, which seems <laughs> like is going to be their main storyline her kids are also uh the kids on this show are amazing and they don't think he's a cool guy either he's they not do a cool not. guy <laughs> they seem he's like very <laughs> <laughs> they seem the kids what's her wrong kids... with that akiva no yeah, akiva. i just like the old, the most like reality tv turkey experience that you would have had you know if you're a diehard reality fan is is Turbo from the challenge? Who's like like the coolest? I don't cool is not the right word, but like sort of like was was like molded in a box to like be like the all time greatest reality. He won like Turkish Survivor twice, which is I think 180 days each time. And and then That's he and then he won the fiancés. Yes, yeah, Turkish Survivor I think is half a year. He won it twice, I think. And then he kept, the went f- on the challenge and easily won the first challenge he was on. Uh, and so like he is, you know, he like that's that was like our last um reality tv experience yeah, and, and the, the he turbo play with bees, is right no t- no he, i mean he stings the bees turbo <laughs> um marcel is a gentle soul um yeah they definitely are gonna have their hurdles okay um it it seems like they have um you like like big problems to talk about but they can only talk through this translator app okay um akiva yeah. Uh, so the, yeah, while I think Anna and Marcel are our most pure couple, I, I will say that I feel like that another theme I noticed on 90 Day Fiance is that uh, I don't want to upset Jenny Autumn and say the H word, but I, I mm-hmm. do find that at least uh, one of the, the people, and I feel like that in a lot of times uh, with these couples, it was the American guy, uh, yep. seemed very thirsty. Oh, yeah. It's it's pretty it's a pretty big nine day fiance trope. I think every season basically at least has at least one um, where it's a much older man and the and it's a woman coming here and you're like biting your fingernails the whole time because it's pretty cringy. So last season there was a couple much older women uh, the other way where they went to India and they went and they went to uh, Qatar. There was um, there were there was uh, uh, you know two couples where the woman was much older than the man. And and there will th- that one of them will be back this season in a later episode. But yeah, the the this is not the creepiest uh, age difference. Also, there was a much worse age difference a few years ago. Like this is the, uh, this one. Uh, we're talking about Michael and Ju- and uh, Juliana. Yeah, you want to talk right? about Michael and Juliana, Hannah? <clears throat> yes. Um, like Akiva said, there was actually a couple w- within the similar trope a couple years ago. Um, I'm forgetting their names, Akiva. If you remember. But they actually, I think, sued TLC. Uh-oh. They were very upset by their portrayal because they really painted him, the the past oh couple as, you know, there are a bunch of um, Michael and Juliana are a very interesting couple. Yes. Um, well, let me just set up who they are. Michael and Juliana, yes. that uh, Michael is a, uh, a pretty douchey, uh, 40 some odd year old uh, wine entrepreneur. Uh, seems to be uh, pretty pretty wealthy, uh, successful wine entrepreneur, and I believe Juliana is a twenty uh, year old uh, South American bombshell. Is that is that Brazilian, the, uh, Brazilian model? She's yes. from Brazil. Brazilian model. Yeah. 
Yes. South America is the most common sort of uh, Brazil uh, in, in particular and Colombia oh, seem to be the most common uh, uh, sort of like where there's at least one on every season, if not more. And by the way, Rob, last year, uh, it was one of the more interesting things. There was a couple where the woman was uh, American. They were pretty young. Uh, and, and the guy was the guy was from uh, Syria. Oh, and so that was that was a wild plot Topical. line where the mom like, hey, you guys aren't moving to Syria. Yeah, you would be surprised. I, sometimes recently there will be like Trump mentions or, you know, with travel ban stuff like that, especially in that couple where like politics sometimes do come into yeah. play. There is one of the couples this season, Angela and Michael, she always brings him sort of Trump underwear, Trump hats. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Politics, it's very interesting because sometimes I think everyone's in the wrong on this show. Yeah. Um, There's no even, heroes. It's just anti-heroes and, and yeah. even worse. Yeah. But Michael and Juliana, I, I will. I, one, one thing that I enjoy about their segments is he has two kids and the kids are really funny. Yeah. <laughs> he has two kids. And also that forget disapproving friend. He has disapproving ex-wife, Hannah. I will say so far, this ex-wife, I I really feel like she is classy and taking the yeah. high road. She's <laughs> How'd very- they get her on the show, right? It's it seems weird. They, a lot of times, Rob, they they you they will be kids and they're never seen because the ex will not sign off on the waiver. He, I, I don't know if he paid her with his creepy wine money, but I'm shocked oh, that this that normal might be, sounding... That might be the case where this guy yeah. just has way too much money and that he's like, hey, like, uh, I need you to do me a solid and, you know, I'll, I'll pay you to be on... The, right. or, or they've lost custody because they're awful people who end up on the show in their, like, eighth marriage or something. Right. But, uh, right, well, Anna? Like, a lot of times the kids aren't even there. They're sort of heard about but not seen. Yeah. I mean, I will say with this thing, with this couple... <laughs> A lot of times in the trope of 90 Day Fiance, the American will try to make it seem like they have more money than they do. And a big oh, storyline oh, yeah. story will be that the person from another country is shocked by how the American dream isn't always the American dream. I will say in Michael's, I mean, in his credit, he so far has been welcoming her in the way i think a lot of people promise on this show but can't deliver on Mm. so it is there is like a belt there is a part of the feedback from the show where people are like i bet a lot of people wish this (laughs) like um he he just he sort of is promising her things and delivering i um i really like his kids um I think there was, I don't think it was in the premiere. So this might be a bit of a tidbit from episode two. Spoiler. He said something as a joke, which I think is a very, um, he said, but it it wasn't a joke. He said, when you're with me, you're a wealthy American. And when you're not, you're a poor Brazilian girl. Yeah, he didn't say that in the premiere. Wow. um, Yeah, to me, that was, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Um, they seem like they really like each other. It's just that's a scary power dynamic. Yeah, I think, to, to add going to into it, this couple. Uh, I see a Newsweek article from six days ago. Ninety Day Fiance star Juliana buys car on foreign fiance's credit card and Twitter reacts. Yes, she. Yeah. Everyone loves her for this, and I can't help but also enjoy this. Yeah, he gave her sort of money to spend on like necessities you know she, she's a model but right. she also seems she she's she was saying 
She's a seamstress. Um, in a later episode, she talks about how little money she made per month. Yeah. And he was sort of making sure she was taken care of, and she went out and bought a car, which is incredible. What a power right. move. Now, Hannah, am I a bad person to be very skeptical about the chances for success for Michael and Juliana? I don't know that I would bet against them. <laughs> you wouldn't bet against them. What does she what see in the- Michael? The block away from the ex-wife, that's going to be a wild dynamic this season also, that the, that the ex-wife is so involved. Th- there's, in the this, there's this haunting shot of in the preview after the premiere of her giving the daughter these two little high buns and her wearing high buns and like sort of coming into their life. And I think you asked me at the beginning of this why this show is so captivating. The stakes are very high. Like, that's mm. the thing. We have her coming into his life. I, I, listen, he bought them a house. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I say this. I just, I see them together at the reunion show. Okay. I didn't know there was a reunion I, show. My money's on them. My, my, I'll put a dollar on it. Yeah. But, Keith, your, your money's yeah. not on Michael and, and Julia. Like, I, I, I don't. If you gave me like a year from now, I don't know. Okay. What, sometimes they're filmed. They're not like all filmed together. So sometimes they're filmed like two months before and sometimes it's a year before. Yeah. I'd say like a year from now it would blow my mind because a lot of the, we've seen this. You know, we saw this with the Pennsylvania couple um, where um, or maybe it was North Carolina a couple years ago. I'm also bad with names from previous mm-hmm. season where, where, where she was a States? model. It's like, yeah, if, if, with with the model, like if they have any success, then it, Hannah's right. There's a crazy power dynamic yeah. where I'm bringing you here and I could get you. I could kick you out of this country whenever you want, which is frequently a threat on the show to the point where we saw the the mom from Pennsylvania, uh, who's 32 with two kids, uh, never seen on the show, had, a, had like a 19 year old Jamaican guy come. And anytime she got mad at him, she threatened to call ice on him. Ooh. It was insane. Uh, <laughs> Hannah, do you remember that? It was crazy. I, I do. I think the interesting thing is and I don't know the. The, I don't know the specific legalities. There is always a point, Rob, just to give you some context, where if you, I think, get married or there's something where you then become financially responsible for the person, even if they, even if, I don't know the exact timeline. So there will be a point in their relationship where the power shifts to the jury. Uh, no, uh, where the power <laughs> shifts a bit. Um, so it, it's always interesting what happened once that shift happens where it's not like I need you to stay in the country mm-hmm. or I need I guess when I'm looking at these eight couples there are couples I would bet against before Michael and Juliana I, oh, I'm, not okay. saying, I'm not and that's not to say that I don't dislike elements of Michael and Juliana's relationship I just I don't know I think um you know, Juliana seems very sweet and thankful, and and I, I don't really see her. I just didn't hear her like w- 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 say anything about like. Well, what, yeah, she's what is not she in, like about Michael. She's not really there yet. Yeah. So we haven't. We didn't I guess get a ton I'm of Juliana a little in the ahead. Premiere. You're right. Okay, I'm a right. little ahead. Right, I've only seen one episode. I, you know, from what I've seen over two and a half episodes, I guess. Um, then again, you know, I would. Not be surprised if I lost my dollar, Betty. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. That is a big gambler if people don't know. Yeah. Listen, I, uh, when I come in the room, it's uh, high cents are thrown on the table. Right. Yeah. Um, Kiva, do you know what the rules are in terms of? So, okay, Michael and Juliana say, okay, Juliana comes here and we get the uh the the k1 visa all right they get married how long do they have to stay married for that to like is it only good for if like if they get divorced a week later mm-hmm. does she get to no stay? I no i don't think so I, hannah do you know i think they've said this on the show before but i don't know if i'm at three years maybe I- maybe i'm throwing that out of thin air you definitely can't do that i mean you could like it's a big deal to try and scam the government for relationships so i'm not totally sure what the year amount is but that is a good question I don't want to speak um, with complete confidence on something I don't exactly know. I do know sometimes there are threats of there was a threat of an annulment once, which would have put um, a guy's green card in jeopardy. But he convinced her in this situation, a past couple not to. And then once they hit the divorce, it became a lot trickier. I don't know the exact legalities of it. Okay. We have to talk about Emily and Sasha. Emily and Sasha. That's the Russian couple. Yes. Mm-hmm. We and- must talk about them. Okay. It is For those who have, are not watching the show, I'm just going to describe the show as we have been described, this couple. Um, she is um, living in Russia for three years, teaching English. She meets this fitness instructor. Um, she also... He's lived in Russia for three years, but really doesn't speak any Russian. Right. Um, they showed us a scene of her like trying to order tea and, mm-hmm. she, you know, didn't have the words. Um, so she meets this fitness instructor and uh, the crazy twist of it all is he was married, married, got his first wife pregnant, left his first wife for his second wife, who he gets pregnant. And is leaving his second wife for her, who he's now gotten pregnant. Yeah. Just, I, and she, um, I mean, some of this is a bit of episode two, so I'll try to describe both in context, but she is like, this one will work out. All the other women he's dated are crazy. Yep. And it sure. kind of is revealed. We meet wife number one in episode two, and wife number one is very level-headed and kind of hmm. says oh he left he left me he you know cheated on me with wife number two and then he cheated on wife number two and and she'll even um what's uh emily will even admit that they were talking you know while he was still with wife number two and there is this pattern and it is this fascinating confidence that she won't be another part of the pattern so that's the setup for those who don't. Did I explain? I yeah. hope I explained no, I that. Think that I, think, I think we got this. Yeah. It's a very high stakes. This is what I'm saying. She's pregnant. Well, yeah. Not, yeah that's, she's that's, very pregnant. I mean, she's very good. Like, uh, she's, she's having the baby uh, not on, to spoil on the it, show in, in Russia three, pregnant. Yeah. In, in episode three, we watch her birth to, to, to spoil Spoilers. that. Spoilers. Yes. And yes. she does not speak Russian as her sister told her. No, I, I hope she you know the, the Russian word for episiotomy. She is surrounded by Russian doctors who she can't communicate with and ends up having an emergency C-section in a foreign hospital. I also think like, I wonder if the producers were like, yeah, have the baby in Russia because they'll let the cameras into the hospital, whatever. Because we saw with Olga last season, Hannah, right? Olga and Steven, she had the baby in like a small town in Russia that had like no, uh, the hospital had like 
look pretty run down, but they had no problem letting the cameras in. Whereas in like the hospital where she's from in Portland probably would not have let, you know, the you 90 think day fiance. Cameras 90 in. day fiance is pushing people to if, like if they're like on the. This fence. is not the first birth scene. Yes. That's your question. There uh, well, have no, been multiple pregnancy. But scenes. you think that the production is saying like, hey, well, you should have the baby in Russia. Uh, um, wouldn't shock me. I think that, um, yeah, I don't know. I just know that this couple is, it's quite the story. Yeah. Okay. Well, Hannah, you seem the most down on Emily and Sasha. Um, you know, I have a lot of empathy for, um, I, I, I really don't like, um, if a man calls, um, every woman he's dated crazy, I tend to think maybe he's the problem uh, and not the women. Uh. It's sort of a pet peeve of mine. And in this situation, he has two kids with two other women and wants to go to America. And there are kids involved. Um, Obviously, I'm not in the situation. I guess most down. Yeah, I just it's a real and, and meeting the first wife in episode two. Her narrative is makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it's a it's a big pet peeve. I would no matter what your gender is, if you call all your exes crazy, mm-hmm. I think you should, uh, you know, walk into the bathroom and look in the mirror because something might be off. Truth bombs. Uh, but especially, I think historically, men have called women crazy um, to excuse their own bad behavior, like cheating or abuse or anything like that. Hmm. Um, you know, so Rob- I'm. One thing that one that really gets me, uh, Han, also on the show is there are there are so many people leaving the country where their children live, like you would just like with Sasha's going to yes. do. And I don't know the custody rules in Russia. Maybe he has no access to his kids, but mm-hmm. like it's it's really depressing. Like Colt and Larissa last season, like Larissa randomly had two kids, and she was just chasing, you know, his his like you know sixty thousand dollars salary in Vegas, like to move to America. It's really. It, it, it's really crazy how many people well, are leaving their kids for this show. You know, with that, it's like I can't really put judgment on. I don't know, you know, if you want to provide a better life for your kid or, you know, I'm not really here to, I guess, judge that element of it. I think in episode two, he talks about wanting to bring his son to America. I think it's more for me just the, I find them fat. I, I, you know, I've talked to Rob about this when we've talked about Survivor, but something I like when I'm writing characters as a writer and what I love about reality shows is when your perception of yourself is so different from the actuality, like that gap is what I find amusing and fascinating. And in this show, you know, with this couple, it's like his narrative, there's a big gap in what the ex-wife's narrative is and what, you know, what Emily is being told, um, so I'm I'm very uh, fascinated to see how it plays out. Okay, Emily and Sasha. Uh, there's two other couples that we got to meet yeah. uh, in this first episode. Uh, who do you like more, uh, Tanya and Sinjin or Robert and Annie? Oh, um, Akiva, do you want to answer? Well, can I say about Tanya? We all talk. We talk about both them briefly, but. With Tanya and Sinjin, my one of my notes for Tanya, who's a 29 year old wild woman from Connecticut, Sinjin's from South Africa. I wrote Tanya. They they, they showed her. Uh, she's very into um, 
social justice and 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 she's protesting yeah. no, well, in, in the yeah, package she's got a wild background uh that yeah. they they she, she's very she's uh you know very very uh, thirsty that that we see her uh at a uh an adult store and she's buying i, I don't know that she's thirsty i think she just she's uh Pro, she's. I think she's openly pro pro sexual activity. Yeah, I, uh, but, I, I, I didn't. Do, yeah, but that was like presented as like that's her thing. That's her thing, right? If that's the first like, thing in your package, like that's, that's right. Like, like, was, like I'm not passing. That, I'm not passing any judgment. It's just like that. That's like uh, when like I don't uh, know that they did. They knew how to define. But her. that was literally her, like, the first thing they showed us about her. Like <laughs> that, her. Okay, fair, 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 fair. fair. Yeah, I, I mean that. That's fine to have in her. Yeah. I, no, believe me, no judgment whatsoever from me. <laughs> But yeah. that it seemed like that that was like a weird fair, opener for. Fair, fair, fair. But then also that they they showed her like Akiva being dragged out of some sort of like Joe Biden was talking and they were and she mm-hmm. was being oh my dragged out. With, what was she protesting? Uh, I don't know. With Biden, it could be a lot of things. I wrote in my notes. <laughs> I think I think Tanya is the first Democrat uh. in the history of Ninety Day Fiance. Is it, but but why is she is, is that why is she being like what is she shouting at Joe Biden that she's there being were a lot of things in her clip that were they didn't know what to focus on in her intro. Yeah, I don't know what was I just don't. Know. I could see them getting like the least screen time also because you know what it is. She they make a big deal out of when when Sinjin is coming from South Africa, uh, and they're moving in with with Tanya's mom. By the way, named Missy. Um, and that they're going to move into the shed in her house. And yeah. anytime that happens on these shows, Hannah, tell me if I'm wrong. You've been on reality TV before. This is the producer saying, oh, that. you guys for drama need to live at the mom's house. There's no reason because she even said on the show, like, we're doing it short term. This is clearly a production thing where they're making them live at the mom's house for drama. Hey, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think I think. um they definitely have obstacles. I think some of their obstacles are a bit more maybe relatable or grounded in some sort of recognizable thing. I mean, I think in the previews and in a lot, we, you know, she's a planner and wants kids and he's a free spirit. To me, that's a little less um, kind of TLC yeah. crazy mm-hmm. versus I- like the, you know, the Russian guy with, impregnated you know there's just yeah you, if we're comparing couples um um yeah i one of the other thing weird things hannah was yeah. that uh that uh, we have tanya t-a-n-i-a oh this is and, wild and her sister who is did you cat what is her sister's T- name tiana tiana just move one letter yeah move one letter. i didn't catch that that's amazing Save money on buying the uh, on like the special stool for the kid when they're two years old. Yeah, we bought one one name stencil. We're gonna (laughs) rearrange (laughs) the letters. This was just the next kid's name is Anita. (laughs) That's not bad. (laughs) Wow, there's Um, a lot of this is one of these names. You get like ten names, five letters, ten names out of it. That's why they did it. Um, Yeah, I I like. Yeah, you any thoughts on Sinjin? Um. You know, uh, let me think. Uh, Well, you know, I thought it was interesting that they mentioned the dynamic. I've been to Cape Town and 
you know, the post-apartheid Cape Town, it really is segregated by race still Mm -hmm. because of displacement and just the politics of what was forced during during all of that. And so it it was interesting. I thought I found an interesting element um, of their story to be that she's this, you know, social justice activist from the States. And, you know, he's lived in a post-apartheid South Africa was pretty interesting. Um, Him himself, though. I think he's had a lot of I, I don't know. We uh, we don't really know that much about him yet. I, I could see I could see Sinjin not being super woke and that being like, a, uh, you know, a storyline for Tanya and Sinjin. That's what they've impl- the show has implied that, um, you know, his she's in this, the show. We see her talking about how she's had to teach him a lot of things because his upbringing is very specific. Um, I do find him likable in a lot of ways as well. Sure. Um, we've had couples on this show. We had a couple. Uh, last season where the guy was really funny, even though they had all these problems. And there is something I feel like both of them. I don't know. I think they're more someone I could see knowing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they they feel familiar and more grounded in the, you know, a reality that I understand. You don't want to hang out with Michael, the wine guy (laughs) or, or beekeeper from Nebraska. I would hang out with those beekeepers any day. Yeah, I don't like the bees, uh, but I'm, I might be allergic to bees, though. So not with the bees. Uh, Akiva, I think that the bigger problem with Sinjin uh, not being super woke is that I think that literally I, I think he does not want to wake up and get a job and go to work. Yeah, well, it's funny because they said uh, the mom said, don't come in and wake me up. Uh, at, like, you know, do, uh, like, let me have my peace here and drink my whatever she wanted to drink wine or coffee at. 7 a.m. And she was like, no, 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 no. We'll be sleeping at 7 a.m. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she wanted to drink wine at 7 a.m. I think she might have said wine. Said, I'm not I'm sure I'm what she said. I'm going to be in my hot tub, I think she oh, said. Oh, hot tub. You're right. I knew it was something bizarre. Um, <laughs> and then she's not that there's anything wrong with drinking wine at 7 a.m. Uh, and and she's like, uh, uh, the daughter, Tanya's like, oh, I'm not going to be in 7 a.m. I'm going to be sleeping. And I made a note, like, no one in the history of the show has ever held a job from nothing, like a nine to five job. Like well, no one here. Seven a.m. is is ridiculously early. They wouldn't even don't even think that someone on this show would wake up then. To be fair to him, there are certain rules about working before you get a green card. Oh yeah, and I also think this is one of these situations where they're leaning into this drama of him not having a career path. And it feels like they need conflict in a story a hmm. bit. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, You're pulling back so the he's, curtain. Well, he's worked as a bartender. He talks, you know, it, it could be, we've had couples on the show where there has been an issue where one of them just refuses to work and we watch them fall into chaos because of it. So I'm not saying this for sure. I just, I, there's been no evidence to me that he isn't willing to have a job. Yeah. Now, I, I wouldn't call him lazy or anything. I just I, I haven't seen the actual, you know, we, we've heard implications of it. But yeah. I don't know. They seem kind of like a normal dynamic. Simpatico. Um, I mean, I don't know how it's going to turn out. Yeah. But I definitely feel like they really like each other. Mm-hmm. They're both of a similar age. I feel like the way they met was very natural. I think he's very excited to be in America, but I also feel like he's coming here for her. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Akiva, I thought that uh, Tanya also put a lot of thought into, uh, upon Sinjin's arrival, 
<laughs> she set up a, like a, a whole like a uh, sex kiosk yeah. of where that she lined up uh, a number of uh, condoms and uh, assorted uh, lubricants and uh, other <laughs> se- sexual devices to have uh, at the ready. There was like a presentation of here's where all of our materials will be. Yeah, that is interesting. I will say uh, it seems like Tanya and Sinjin have a lot more in-person experience together than maybe some of the other couples we've seen, like the one we haven't discussed yet, Robert and Annie, who, who've, you know, you know, barely been in the same you know room for more than a couple hours. Uh, so they, they it seems like from the they, they had pictures together, right? Like they've been on vacations and stuff. Well, she said that she stayed there in South Africa, I believe I might be wrong for about two months yeah, when yeah. she met him. And then they, she came back again and brought the mom. Right. So I think that they are. I think that's part of it. They're further along. They have an actual dynamic as a couple. Yeah. Yeah. There was a couple last season, Rob, their whole shtick. They had no drama. The whole shtick was that the guy would not. It was uh, it was the other way. So it was the guy going to um, uh, Columbia, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the whole shtick yeah. was that he would not. Was it was it Columbia? And he would not sleep with. I think with I might his, be wrong. With his girlfriend. Why? Uh, well, she thought he was. He thought he, she. She thought he was gay. Uh, he no. he just like was too nervous about yeah. you know. And it, who knows? But perhaps that was so- had she set up some sort of a kiosk with yeah. a, a, you know any sort of uh, resources that he yeah. might need, that maybe it would have been more uh, inviting. It's possible. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Robert and Annie. Also, can we? Can we? Can I? Say something about them up top. I guess we have to set them up, but I guess someone else can set. I, I, I just I know what I find funniest about their initial thing. Robert and Annie about their yes. introduction. Okay, uh, uh, Keith, can you guess what Hannah thinks is so funny about Robert and Annie? I mean, the, Robert and Annie. So he's forty-one. He's an Uber driver from Florida. It might be Lyft. They didn't specify. They don't. No free ads. <laughs> yes, and uh, and she's thirty. She's from the DR. Um. The main their main shtick is that they met that like they met online and then he went to see her like on a one day stopover on a cruise ship in the Dominican Republic. So they've only met for eight hours. But on during the eight hours, he proposed. I don't know. Is that what's fun? I, I like Hannah. What do you find funny? I'm not sure. There's a pricing thing, I'm sure, as a part of it. He wanted to visit her, but he did not book a flight to the Dominican Republic. He booked a cruise. Yeah. Oh, that happened. That's, yeah. That's crazy. There. The reason he only spent eight hours together was he didn't fly there. He did a cruise <laughs> and had one day. And but he talks about it as if flying there would never have been an option. He was like, "I only had eight hours. There was only one stop in this cruise, and it just it made." He talks about it like the only way to travel is a cruise ship. In mm-hmm. which you only get a minute in each country. It was just fascinating. Yeah. It's so funny. So <laughs> the, Robert's finances are talked about a lot in this episode. Yes. Uh, this is common in 90 Day Fiance, yeah. since you're new to this. This okay. is what I was talking about when we spoke about Michael and Juliana, mm-hmm. where a lot of drama from this show is um, who's ever arriving maybe was promised more or had this vision of America and the financial reality is different. That That is a common 
theme among the many seasons of this show. Yes, because it seems like that they have different wants and needs where that Annie seems very concerned about, in, in addition to uh, a ring. He also has a son, by the way. Yes, he, he, has, he has a listeners. son. Seems like a cute kid. Uh, very that, cute kid. These and, kids and, are all so cute. So Annie, uh, she would like a ring for this engagement, which uh, she, ring. she did not get in the eight hours that they were together uh, in uh, on the cruise. Uh, on the stopover. She also would like an iPhone, Keeve. I mean, it's hard to like an iPhone. Is, you know, I get it. Like, I don't know how easy it is to procure one in the DR, but like I, I, she should get an iPhone. Like, I that, mean, you know, he could get to live her, without a smartphone. You know, an iPhone six. Like, uh, do you think she'd be mad with a six? I think <laughs> I have an iPhone six. Do you think she wants the iPhone uh, 11, Hannah? Uh, well, you've got that portrait mode. I've got the SE. And everyone mm. always makes fun of me. So I wouldn't want her to be made fun of <laughs> like I am. Everyone always goes, what is your phone? And I just, I'm like, women's pockets are so small. You have a very tiny iPhone. This- I do. Mm-hmm. The yeah. SE, but I love it. You love the it. only thing it doesn't have is like the cameras now are a little nicer. I'll give you that. Okay. All um, right. But yes, they're a very interesting dynamic. He's a father. Mm-hmm. And um, he also, I love um, listening to why, it's why I like The Bachelor too. I like listening to why people say they're in love with someone or want to be with someone. I think language is very important. I think um, there is a big difference. I'm always looking for the specifics, you know? And his intro, at least, it's just so funny the way he's like, Here's what I like about her body. Here's what I like about her face. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's only on it for eight hours. I I quoted him uh, that, well, first, I I like that his son's name is Bryson, named after the famous podcaster. Uh, The dentist. Yes. uh, That he talks about her in describing Anna or Annie. Uh, Shorty is popping, Keith. She's lit. Yeah. And when he goes to the lingerie store to buy her clothes, he doesn't know her size. He just says, you know, she has a big butt. Yeah. Well, I okay. love the bystanders at every minute. Like when Michael's buying Juliana jewelry and the jeweler is overhears <laughs> the conversation in which uh, uh, Juliana has bought herself a car and he's on the phone with her and the jeweler's face is just yeah. like, and the same thing here, yes. you know, he's buying her lingerie. He's like, I have a fiance. I've known her for four hours and just I love <laughs> I, I don't have a poker face. And right. so I like watching random store clerks who don't have. So, poker faces. yeah, th- this was the saga of Tarine, the woman who works in the lingerie store, who was a seemingly a, a, a professional. You, you, I love how you know her name. I love well, yeah, her. You know her name. You didn't know the contestants. I, I kept copious notes on okay. uh, the lingerie store. You uh, really scene. related to Terry. <laughs> Terry, no, this I did. Really- I did because that uh, <laughs> you know we've we've heard from uh, from Annie that she wants she wants a ring, she yeah. wants an iPhone, yeah. uh, but instead Robert says, I'm "Gonna do something special. I'm gonna buy her lingerie because." Yeah. So we want something sexy and seductive. And and he knows, you know, he doesn't know a lot about laundry, but he knows what looks good on Annie. And so uh, Tareen asks him to like, well, think, you know, think about, you know, uh, what your wives would want to wear, not just like what you what you want. 
Uh, that was good yeah. advice, right? That guys always come in I and just pick what they really want. I thought it was really good advice. Yeah, but he struggles with that because she's like showing him a mannequin, but he's like, that that doesn't have any legs. I, I don't know what... <laughs> I can't follow what you're doing because uh, she doesn't I, have legs. I like to imagine, Rob, that you didn't... You you know, you took out a notepad while watching this show. Didn't take any notes. And then we got to Tareen in the lingerie store and you have a transcript of what went down. <laughs> I do have notes. I, I do have notes from... Because uh, I, I love how many quotes you have from this lingerie mm-hmm. this really resonated with yes. you the, w- w- like when you're by when he's buying this is this a present for him or for her like who gets the credit here like you can't it, you, if you're buying your wife like lingerie for her birthday that doesn't count yeah. right well we saw this last season where this guy bought i mean the the lady never showed up it was a whole thing rob but he bought oh, her all these edible underwears and stuff Whoa. and you know, I think um, the implication of the story was maybe this is uh, supposedly a gift for her, but it might be a little bit more for uh, him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, not that not that women don't love getting underwear. Listen, bras are expensive. If a guy bought me a bra, bras are like <laughs> sixty bucks. Yeah. They're oh my really god. Expensive. Men don't understand. Bras I have no idea. Hundreds of bucks. No, I don't my care wife not to- about underwear. I can buy in bulk. If it's a cheap. guy bought me bras, I mean that's saving me money on rent. Oh, no. We're gonna get. Are we gonna get like a bunch of Uber listeners like emailing us like I bought this random girl a bra and she did not like it. Wait, let me be very clear. I'm also not asking a stranger to buy me a bra. Okay, I mean, I'm fine. talking about if I was in a some sort of romantic partnership okay. Okay. or if right. I had a really close friend. Mm-hmm. No, would I be okay with that? Uh, would you would you take a gift card to and then uh for for the bras? Yeah, but it would have to be a pricey gift card because bras are expensive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's you know it's it's tough to know the everybody's size and uh and and uh without uh well coming. although well, that's the other thing. It's like a lot of women wear the wrong size bra. This is getting this yeah, is derailing yeah, fast. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway. Um so <laughs> That things go sideways, Hannah, at the lingerie store because then read me the transcript. Yeah, yes, I can, I can read you the transcript. the The transcript of the text conversation between Robert and Annie is a flood of angry face emoji that she is just yeah. she, she's just texting him angry face emoji, <laughs> angry face emoji, angry face emoji. Yes. And um, more more emojis since uh, the last time I went to go see a Mike White movie. I get it. Emoji yeah. movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. And what's got her so upset that um, the money that he was transferring to her, she couldn't access? She didn't have like some sort of a password? You, you're the one who took all the notes. Yeah, that, I mean, that was what was going on. I don't understand exactly what the uh, like how he was getting the money to her, but he was sending money to her and she couldn't access it. And that made her real mad, Keith. Uh, yeah, I, the money dynamics are super interesting on this show. Uh, yes. and, and like I said, like I really like what, I, this. <laughs> I, I think there's I have no problem with Annie, but I like when the when the clear reason the person's coming or one of the main reasons is because they think they're getting a rich American. And then it's like a loser in like, you know, Tacoma, Washington, who lives in his mom's face. That is one of my favorite things. So mm-hmm. yeah, the Robert money thing is interesting. Um, you know, we haven't also heard anything about like, is Annie going to have to be a mom to his 
to his son because he says he's a single dad. I don't know if the mom is in the picture for Robert. No, the mom dramatically left him, remember? Right, she, like, right, right. left and never came back. Um, from my understanding of it, um, over the episodes that I've seen, he feels like she's going to, yes, have to help out with um, the kid. Mm-hmm. Which I also... Um, I'm curious how much that's in something she wants because that's a huge responsibility. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so those are the couples that we meet here in this episode, and basically the uh, the the issues that they're facing. Yeah. And so, do we see this play out in real time in terms of like the like uh, ninety days, and then uh, are we pl- are we working towards weddings at the end of this? That's the idea of the original 90 Day Fiance that we're in. So mm-hmm. there's always, you'll see a thing that says like 89 days to go, a, a caption header. So the idea is there is a countdown clock and either they'll get married at the end or the person will leave. That is, yes, we're watching it. That is the timeline. It gets a little more confuse, confusing with the other spinoffs before the 90 days. Um, you know, 90 day the other way. But with this one, it's a very simple format because of the 90 day thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Akiva, and you you are how hooked on this? Like a new, a new episode of 90 Day Fiance drops. How soon do you watch it? Uh, no, I mean, I'd say I'm hooked. But because it the one of the problems with the show is that two hours is a really big ask. Like this was, you know, 84 yes. minutes to to watch the the whole thing. So I, I, it will get pushed aside by other shows sometimes just because of their easier watch, especially a half yeah. hour show or an hour show. Uh, and falling behind is a true nightmare. Like you go on vacation, you miss an episode. And it's like, yeah. oh, I have four hours of 90 day fiance to watch. So it, it is a tough watch. I did. I one of the things I said to the uh, casting people when they messaged me and they said there won't be double. There won't be like two shows go- going on yeah. for a while. At least they knew that was you're much. in with casting. I have so many. <laughs> yeah, you're in. But I, I have well, I think yeah, they're they're listen, they're in app stands. They they like <laughs> they, what they're hearing. They love it. Um, I I watch the show. I, I'm definitely into it. I I would like to know. Uh, and Hannah, maybe what you could give us a guess first. Do you think Rob will ever watch another episode of Ninety Day Fiance after this? Did we hook him or not? Listen, Rob has a lot of television to mm-hmm. watch and a lot of yep. talking about television to watch. So I'm leaning on he's not going to get into the show as much as he should. Yeah, I would say so. There's a lot of times I do stuff like this where I watch one episode of a show and it's like, oh, I, you know, I, w- I would love to get this show. In. I-, I feel like that th- this show did not necessarily grab me in the way where I wouldn't uh, want to be uh, like uh, hooked uh, and, and, and like I'm dying to know what would happen. I, what I will say about 90 Day Fiance. I watched this show on about 1.7x uh, on mm-hmm. my laptop. I would feel like I did not miss a beat. Uh, no, that is true. That's a good <laughs> point. Yes. I, and like I said, I fast forward sometimes when the yeah. couple segments get boring. And I yeah, you'll find say, couples you hate. For all my passion, this is not the thing that I'm most proud of watching. Yeah. And yeah. to be honest, I prefer <laughs> that. Like, I'll prefer that over a show that's like super dense where yeah. I, subtitles I, or something. Th- yeah. there, there are some it's shows I, I watch on 1X and I need to watch it again to understand what happens. Totally. Uh, so I, I kind of prefer this. To uh, me, this is a distraction. To me, 90 mm-hmm. days is in, is if, if I am anxious or or whatever it's sort of escapism a little bit mm-hmm. i mean we we've talked a lot about these couples i'm sure they're all well i 
can't say this with certainty. You know, it's about, you know, there is an element of kind of escaping into the crazy, um, into the very heightened, uh, insane lives of these people. There's, there, you know, it's not about, it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of a distracting escape. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Akiva, how you feel about it, but. Oh yeah, you not, could well, you could like watch a game and watch the show at the same time and not miss yeah. it. Yeah, and you could also. I feel like um, I think sometimes we watch things to be like, yeah, to sort of um, yeah, it's more of a dis- you know, it's it's a, a heightened distraction. I don't know. Now I'm just rambling. Yeah. Like I preferred Bachelor in Paradise uh, to to this. Well, it's tricky because this is a setup episode. Also, this is yeah. the premiere. They have to give you the basic facts. You know, we could have shown you like a drama filled episode, but you wouldn't have known who the people were. So I think it made more sense to show you a premiere. Um, like maybe do, a like, lot a first, of intros. Then, like, yeah. It's, hey, yeah. The thing, the thing I like about this though, um, is actually sort of similar. A show that I think is really, really good that's on right now is Temptation Island. Ooh, and hmm. it's honestly. I mean, this, I, like you said, you can put on 1.5 and fast forward. Temptation Island, you soak in every minute, and yet it goes so fast. It's one of the most brilliant uh, dating reality shows on television. And I think part of that, the basic premise, for those who don't know, are four couples go to Hawaii. The men live in a villa with a bunch of single women. The yeah. women live in a villa with a bunch of single men. I know the now, old what, one. I know the the well, old school. Host. So it's a reboot of the 2000s. Mark Wahlberg? One. Yes. Mark L. Wahlberg. Um, but the thing that's so great about that show and sort of great about this is like with Bachelor, I love Bachelor, but it really is, you know, Instagram influencers who have just met. The fun thing about these shows are for a lot of these couples, there's all these history that you sort of have to read between mm-hmm. the lines and unpack. And especially Temptation Island, some of those couples have been together for years and you're sort of trying to piece together what led them from their relationship to Temptation Island. Um, And when this show is at its best, you know, like with the beekeepers, it's like, you know, she mentions her ex and like how she ended up here. But there's so much to unpack there with maybe with Bachelor in Paradise, as amazing as it is, you know, you're not like oh, they've been in a year-long relationship, if that makes any sense. Like, it's not... There's a history to these shows, these relationships that's... Um, yeah, that that is... That, that, that makes the stakes really high. Uh, I, I will also add that if I had to watch more of uh, 90 Day Fiance, <laughs> it, w- it would not be a chore. I would not be. You didn't like, hate it. No, you're I, would, just, you're I, would, not I wouldn't hate it. It wouldn't be like, oh, like I, I got to watch uh, 13 you episodes of You wouldn't marry it in 90 days. Yeah. Um, but I would, be, I would be, you know, I, I would say I'm still more skeptical friend than uh, like, I think this is going to be the one. I think that, uh, you know, me and this show, like I feel good. We've, we've, we've watched each other for an hour and 20 minutes and uh, <laughs> 1.7x. And I feel like that this is the one for me. Listen, you watched the show almost as long as Annie knew um, 
that man. That's true. Yeah, Robert. They, yeah. they Robert, Robert and Andy spent eight hours together. You spent two hours with the show. You get six more hours before you decide if mm-hmm. you were going to marry it. Yeah, and they got on the poster for this season. There's a yeah. Poster? I feel like there's going to be a lot of drama. Yeah, um, and also since the casting is listening. They have had. They haven't had a sing, even though they have eight couples a year. They haven't had a single same sex or any sort of LGBT uh, person. And I see online a lot of. There's definitely a lot of demands for it. And I I know that it's the turnaround is probably like two years from like meeting the couple to airing it. But it would shock me if by next season they haven't had one yet. Yeah. Um. So I, I would be a big fan. And since casting is listening, I will say a lot yeah, of the listening. couples they choose they choose them really. I mean, I feel like a, the the you know the show doesn't work without the without really dynamic casting. Yeah. Oh, and they find really good people. LGBT so, people. And just in terms of the turnaround time on this, so I noticed in the Tanya storyline and when she was out and about, I saw movie posters for the film Shazam, uh, which was actually out in April. So uh, okay. I don't think it was quite uh, that long of a turnaround from when... But they're the- not all filmed concurrently. They probably have, you know, only a couple sort of, uh, you know, crews and they probably bounce here for a little bit back. So, you know, it probably takes a year to film. My guess is a year to film like all eight couples. At least 90 days. At least 90 days. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. The reunion show, you you know, is is also... Um, yeah, it's interesting that you it? watch the premiere. Ooh, oh um... Sean Robinson. Sean Robinson. Sean Robinson. She's uh, very... Married. The fans are very split on her. I would say she's not... I, I personally like her. Like, she's likable, but she, I think, is in a, a little bit over her head usually during the... It, they film it in a really weird way also. It's almost impossible to explain. They, Sean Robinson? I believe they that's They film it like... But they don't film it. They, 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 they like always break the fourth them wall in a fake it. way. How, how yeah, they never work? just they never they don't film it like a survivor reunion show where you only see the and cameras on they film the green room they film them walking onto the stage they film one two three and welcome back like it's filmed almost like an episode that's about a reunion show mm-hmm. more than like a reunion show itself yeah mm-hmm. okay which ex sean robinson hosts them i uh which met former met was she married to for many years um which david wright. former met was she married not to? david wright uh bernard gilkey that's a good guess uh you sort of right position uh daryl hamilton oh <laughs> daryl hamilton no longer no longer with us oh yeah um, r.i.p daryl yeah no, okay. she i agree with you though she's um i i have i she seems very likable I think fans also want someone at the reunion show to really push. Yes, she does not the, push. The She's very question. soft on that. Right. Yeah. Yes, I think there's a certain thing where with some of these couples, there's a big obvious elephant in the room and fans want her to point to that elephant. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what kind of rules she's under and what relationships she wants to maintain with the, the cast in order to Keep being the host, but I definitely think I think someone mentioned uh, what's his face. They want um he would I don't think he'd do it, but uh yeah well, watch what happens live. Andy Cohen. Oh Andy yeah, Cohen. Want, like, I mean you have to watch yeah, the show. Yeah, you have to really watch the show. Like she watches the show because right, sometimes I'm the challenge will have someone who like like didn't Andy watch Cohen. the show host. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I just think they want someone like Andy Cohen who's going to be like, "What did you think of this?" Right. I get it. 
Okay. All right. So that's uh, 90 Day Fiance. Uh, Uncle Kiwi, anything else you mm-hmm. want to say about 90 Day Fiance? What are they called no, for short? I, uh, 90 DF? Does anybody yeah, say that? Yeah, 90 DF. On, online, it would be 90 DF. Yeah. And uh, 90 DF. Um, yeah. I guess if the, li- if the if the cast is listening, send me send Hannah and me some swag. If you have like shirts the, the, or... The cast is listening. What do you, the, the what do you want? Like casting. Charles if, to send you... Uh, is that his name? The wine guy? Yeah, Charles the wine guy. Send me and Hannah some money. Rob, don't yeah. send him because he's not going to watch anymore. But no, like send us like t-shirts yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. Kiva, I don't think you know what you have to do for that money. It's Michael. Michael the wine guy. Oh, not my... Yeah, but no, I want casting, not, not members okay. of the cast. Okay. What if cast is listening? Listen, we're also only commenting on the story we're watching. So yeah. that's all we get to comment on. Yeah. You, but you want swag. You want like... You, don't, with oh, you wouldn't wear like a yes. 90 day fiance okay, shirt some some swags okay so robert if you're listening you could send akiva some underwear yeah send me some underwear yeah or a handy i mean you not a get bra those bras. expensive yeah. i'm gonna get so many bras after this podcast yeah if you got one bra i would be stunned yes uh, i and, would not be anna and marcel if you're listening then maybe we could use some honey yeah, send the honey. Yeah. Don't send Robin yeah. bees. Don't send the bees. It was also kind of a gross <laughs> moment when uh, Anna was talking to her sister or her friend. We're talking about how, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, guys don't always like the bees, but they do like the honey. Like, all right. Yeah, that all was right, weird. Take it easy. Right. You have three sons who are watching yeah. this, Anna. Yeah. There are so many bee puns that she could lean into, though. Yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like it doesn't have to be good. I don't want to get stung. Yes. Um, you know, I... There's a lot of buzzing about uh, the skepticism. Honestly, my favorite part of this whole podcast has been how into the lingerie scene you were, Rob. Well, it's like you were really, you were really like, "What do you think of this? What do you think of that?" We got to the lingerie <laughs> scene, and you knew her name. I mean, that did pique you my interest. Of of like, yeah. okay, I got to see what what happens here. Of why is Robert in the lingerie store? I yeah, feel we like, should show Rob the I Trump can't... underwear stuff. He would have liked. <laughs> oh, if casting is watching, I feel like to get Rob Sesternino hooked, you need more scenes like that. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because here's the thing. You know, I'm into the stuff that's uh, more salacious. Like, uh, if you think you're getting me with any sort of like lovey dovey schmoopy stuff, uh, then that's not why stuff. I'm here. But that's why you have to watch more than the premiere. Mm-hmm. The premiere sets up the love. Yeah, the season breaks it down. Right, I I want either you know fighting or you know people like uh, outrageous behavior on this show. Uh, But you'll get it. You'll get it. Schmoopy, I love you. Is he the one? I don't know. Like, uh, not not so much for me. But they have to start there because Mm -hmm. the premise is here's how they view their relationship in the premiere. Now throughout the season. I, I honestly, I don't think you'll watch more of it, but I do think that if you did, you would find episodes you enjoy. There'd be more lingerie store episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The absurd situations. Uh, I feel like this, that's that's what I'm here for. So if there's any uh, great uh, moments, please, you know, let, let me watch the YouTube clips. Yeah, yeah I'll I will send you, send you the YouTube. Clips yeah. Okay. All right. A- anything else on 90 Day Fiance or we're going to head to the mailbag? This was just, let me say, this is such a treat to get to uh, talk about my guilty, I would call it my a guilty pleasure show. Okay. That's the mm-hmm. word I was looking for. And uh, thank you guys, though, for letting me come on here and talk about guilty pleasure shows. You got it. 
Uh, Thank you, Hannah. Yes. uh, Any interest in staying with the mailbag or is that enough with uh, me? No, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I I feel like that, you know, you're just being nice. You don't really want to be here for the mailbag. No, am I going to get, do, am I going to get the same hateful comments I get when I misspeak on a survivor? What? What what did you misspeak about? I don't know. I, I always, I always, I've, I've gotten so calm and confident because I've, I've been on so many times, but I'm always, you know, mm-hmm. I'm always no, like, they're not fans that? are very kind, Hannah. They're going to, they're not going to, they get mad at me and Rob for like making like technical decisions about what goes on the wheel, but they're nice to the guests. The guests really never get any, any, okay. uh, any I just, I really like the, our, the whole RHAB community. I feel like I, I've been to a couple events now and, um, it's cool to be on a podcast where I don't have to talk about Island. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for the ones that uh, Robert swings by on his cruises. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, did, uh, Hannah, did you, do, do you want to stay or you want to uh, get going and go, get on with your day? I'm here. Okay. I'm good. All right. We're back with the mailbag. Hannah Shapiro is here, Uncle Kiwi, and your ideas. But first, let me just take a moment and thank a sponsor. And those are our friends over at Theragun. Theragun is the handheld, battery-operated, professional-grade percussive therapy device that helps to alleviate pain, improve mobility, and enhance performance. Uh, Akiva, you ever get mm-hmm. the you ever get the tech neck? From all your hours over a computer? I think I permanently have tech neck. Yeah. Well, the Theragun is going to be a uh, a great way to alleviate that because it's the easy-to-use handheld device that helps relieve tension and increase blood flow. Theragun uh, percussive therapy is unlike any massage device you've ever tried, designed by a chiropractor, and it's therapeutic for all body types. Hannah, I, now, you go to the uh, Orange Theory, right? I've never been. No. Oh, okay. That your Nicole, wife, well, your wife was you were, supposed to go with me. You were, okay, she, she was going to she was going to go with you and yeah. she so she had not been there for a while. She went oh, she went back after not being there and it was hell week and she could barely walk after. We tried out the Theragun to uh, basically it's just like uh it, it's going to just knock all of the uh stuff that's making your muscles tight loose uh and she was a uh, uh, much better but she was so sore after the going back to orange theory and the theragun was able to help her out because the i th- think orange theory and theragun should have a partnership <laughs> they should uh after using the theragun you're going to feel like your whole body is relaxed and feeling uh pain-free after your toughest workouts muscle soreness after working out could make it difficult to move using the theragun is going to change the way that you feel uh i tried it out as well for my own tech neck and it is going to be a, a lifesaver so whether you're suffering after a workout, we need relief from muscle tension, soreness, stiffness, or knots, the Theragun is going to improve blood flow and accelerate recovery, not to mention activating your muscles. Go on over to Theragun.com slash Rob. Get two free attachments with purchase over at Theragun.com slash Rob. All right. Akiva. Mm. So excited to talk about the mailbag. Uh, what? What? Uh, I'm sure after 12 days away, that yeah. the ideas have piled up. Hannah, do you, do you know how this is going to work now? 
Uh, of course I do from listening to the podcast. Yes. You know, the, yes. uh, listeners call in and say what topics they want. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, not exactly. Not exactly. That there's not no, a lot, you know, nobody's calling in really unless we have some voicemails. Oh. Okay, there's a bag of mail. Yeah. And inside that bag there are letters, like Dear Santa letters. Yes. And they say this is what we want for Christmas. Basically. Topics. Yeah, and then we say okay, like uh yes or ho ho no. Mhm. Yeah. Yes or ho ho no. Yes, I understand this. Mm-hmm. You've got uh two Jews in a Christmas analogy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So, Hannah, should we? Ex- so, Hannah, are you familiar with any other than the uh, Ali Lasher MTV shows from the '90s dating podcast? Uh, are you familiar with any of the episodes we've done? We should we should give her like a little bit of a rundown of what we've done. Just tell her what kind of shows we like to do, Rob. That might be helpful. Okay. So we uh, we set our listeners up on a bl- on blind dates. Mm-hmm. None of them Ooh. got married. We named we, a baby once. We but, named a baby once, but then sort of. the parents didn't name the baby. What we picked. Oh. Uh, yeah, we went to Minneapolis once. We did a show there. Mm-hmm. Um, we had all the we had all the um, podcasters in Rob's world do a Royal Rumble, and we had we had that. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with the show The Masked Singer, Hannah? Yes, I've seen clips so we, of it. Yeah, so we did The Masked Renapper, where a lot of our friends uh, had sort of voice you know modulation, and we had to guess who was singing. Yeah. We also I like that. have a fishbowl that's filled with uh, TV shows that we recap uh, season three, episode sevens of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only a season three, episode seven. And then last week we did a hot take tournament where listeners sent in their hottest takes and we put them in a bracket and picked the hottest takes. Okay. The, uh, I like that. Hot take winner. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll just I'll lead the way. Grab my hand and walk me through this. Now that you know everything about the show, Hannah, do you have any ideas for the wheel? Oh, no. I uh like things for you guys to do yes yeah like episode ideas new How about episodes we, I'll, I'll say a couple um, listener ones and you could you could sort okay, of uh, yeah that would your be helpful i i want to you know hear what the listeners want first because mm-hmm. they're the real heroes um hannah says there are voicemails rob maybe we could play a voicemail from adam on the speak pipe account he's got a okay a funny one but in the meantime let me let me uh since it's close to the holidays let me read you one from sean okay yeah uh, sh- Sean says, uh, recently I tried to su- suggest R-A-N-E-P, my new favorite podcast, to a friend, and I felt overwhelmed about telling them where to start. This, So my idea, The Clip Show, would be an episode that explains the wheel, the different mechanisms, all the inside jokes, and explains the cast of characters that inhabit the R-A-N-E-P universe. It could be, this could be called greatest, greatest Hits or Clip Show, but I think the idea is stronger if it can explain some of the inside baseball elements of the show, in turn becoming... The first go-to ep- episode recommendation for our friends who start listening to Renap. That would have been helpful for me. Basically, yeah. uh, a quick and easy guide to Renap. Uh, I wonder if that does that need to be an episode? Could a fan just make that? I think a fan could probably cut like the best five clips, and we could retweet it or something, and and maybe get it down to like you know five minute video of what is Renap, and then we can send that to guests who are yeah. tr- uh, we're trying to get on the podcast. Yeah, because we also like we did a clip show episode with Jordan Kalish. Yeah. And like hearing us listen to clips was maybe less exciting than we thought it would be. Right. 
I also would be okay with, you know, I, I always do for Rob as a podcast, a best of the year. Uh, I kind of feel like that this would warrant its own best of the year if we mm-hmm. wanted to do one, but we would need somebody to sort of like uh, identify what would the be the uh, clips that would be on that if we wanted to take a week off for the holidays. What's going to be our best of the year clips, Rob? I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm literally saying that. I well, I am. Oh, I'm saying for the RHP, like what the one or two that go on the main show. I was wondering. Oh, I don't. I, don't I have yet. suggestions. Okay, what do you what do you want to suggest? Oh, maybe I'll suggest them offline. Okay, I don't know. No support. Okay. Um, oh wow. We are oh, working oh. on that project uh, currently right now. Hmm. Um, Let us know oh, if you think that this whole podcast should be oh. the highlight. Of <laughs> the whole podcast. I yes. agree. Yes, just play. This I think hours. that the clip should just be Rob getting excited about the lingeries. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's not um, a bad idea. All right. I have yes. two emails that are from Adam. Uh, that one is 25 seconds and one is 29 seconds. Do you know which one you want to play? I don't. Let's just play okay, both. Let's play and, both. Uh, okay. A little Russian roulette here. All right. Here is Adam. Start with the shorter one. All right, Rob. Here's my idea. Uh, my idea is Robin Akiva deliver bad news to children. Um, the way it would work was adults would submit things that they've been putting off telling their kids, and uh, you two would deliver them to the kids, maybe to soften the blow or something. Uh, let me know if it gets put on the wheel. You know, if we can get it on before December, that would be great. I have a kid's birthday coming up, so uh, thanks. Hi. <laughs> was what that did the one you wanted? Do? That was the one. <laughs> that was yeah. the one. <laughs> He did something bad, and he just wants you guys to break the news. Okay. His kid's birthday is coming up, and he Adam. wants us to break bad news. Yeah, guys, I think you're you'd be signing, you know, a blank check that I don't know that you could cash. This guy has something dark he has to tell you. <laughs> what? It sounds terrible. Is the bad thing really awful for the birthday? Like we can't, we couldn't get the clown. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, for Rob, we got real. the clown would be the bad news. Yeah, that would be the bad news. Uh, boy, you think like Aunt Gladys a- died or like somebody's <laughs> great grandma? Like, is there like uh, what happened? Uh, like, we don't have I, money guys, for your birthday I, party. I mean, I'm not you know gonna have to deal with the repercussions, but I just you should be really careful with this one. I I don't. Adam seems like he has something very specific. Yeah, and this okay. is all I'd love about to know him. Adam. Write in and tell me what what you want us to tell your kid. I, this is an insanely bad idea, but it's funny. Okay. It right. is funny, I will say. Good job, Adam, on being funny. But if you murder someone, they will not be breaking the news to their children. Your That's children. true. Don't murder anybody, Adam. Okay. Don't murder anybody. All right. Akiva, what do you have for us in Mount Renatmore? Um, how about this? Before I, before I even really dive into Mount Renatmore, uh, Hannah, I don't know if you know this. You're a big TV industry uh, person. Uh, November is famous for being sweeps month. and Rob and I have been, uh, you know, this is a sweeps episode. Like you are a big time get for us, Hannah. This is a sweeps episode. I'm People are very time? excited about. It. I think so. Oh, I'm so sorry that that. that I, um, thank you. That's very nice. I like when people tell me I'm special and important. That's so. It was revealed in my psych profile that that's how you get me to be your friend. You're important. Yeah. Thank you so much. Then I'll believe that. Um. Okay. Uh, sorry. So, what were you saying for this month? So we've. We've added some big shows this month. I'd say every week this month, Rob, we've added a, a mega hit, you know, like a big time. We have we have listeners working around the clock, Hannah, on producing episodes for us uh, that we know nothing about in some cases. And um, so we added uh, Are You Smarter Than a Sixth Grader, where Rob and I are going to play 
uh, sort of Jeopardy against a listener of ours who's 11 named Maddie. Mm-hmm. And, oh, uh, that sounds cute. Yeah, and uh, Wheel or No Wheel, we're yes. basically going to play Deal or No Deal. with. How about um, this, though, Akiva, yeah, that yeah. if uh, Maddie's mom, Jamie, has any bad news that she needs to tell Maddie, we can ah. tell her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, we will We will break. Like, if she can't go on vacation, she got a bad grade or, or report card is lower than we thought. Yeah, we will tell Maddie on the podcast. Good call. No Facebook Jamie. I think uh, the game should be that you should agree that you'll break news to parents that kids have that are. Ooh, that's bad. good. Oh, but we don't like, have any kids listening. I think you really. should flip yeah. it. Oh, Hi, okay. Uh, uh, Jimmy, uh, your <laughs> daughter listens to uh, Renap, and uh, she wanted us to let you know uh, she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you she went fa- right for the pregnancy. Yeah, that's a big. That's like a sweeps month. Yeah, I was gonna but, say she failed chemistry or something. Yeah. She got a the sixty-two. Guy, he, she he's forged a, her your signature on the test. He's a beekeeper in Turkey. He's a nice <laughs> guy. We think it's gonna work. They met on Facebook. Oh boy! So okay, <laughs> he sent her Ours. a bra. Yeah. Oh no! So I, uh, I so think ha- that, yeah. Yeah, sorry. So Hannah, Rob, and I went to Minnesota this summer. Okay. Hmm. And we recorded three podcasts. We did a we did a an ice cream tournament. We rented at Ben and Jerry's where uh, where we ranked every single ice cream in Ben and Jerry's. That was fun. And then we uh, we did a, a late night show in a convention center in Minneapolis. And then we went to a really late ho- night show, very late night. And then we went to our uh, hotel room and we did a sleepover episode that Ali Lasher Aww. made us do. Well, but things things went awry, and the sleepover podcast, Hannah. Uh, it like you know the recording. Some people say the recording uh, has been destroyed. Some people say uh, it's not a real podcast. Um, so we had a listener for the last like you know three months or four months named Lindsay, who has spoken to every single person at the sleepover podcast and some people who weren't, and um, she pieced together an oral history of the sleepover podcast. And That's now, amazing. Rob, yeah, now Rob, that is ready to go on the wheel. Oral history of the sleepover episode. Put it on the wheel. It is ready. How many spots? I think one to nine? start. Yeah. You think nine <laughs> spots? That's next week's episode. Should we wait a week, though? There's a lot of like what? small rules here. Wait, why that- should we wait a week? Why should we have wait? to figure out like how we- are we just playing the episode? Are we talking over the podcast? Like we have to figure out how this is going to work. Yeah, well, th- that I feel like that minor detail should not hold up it being on the wheel. OK, you have All an right. actual wheel. Yeah. Well, it's in digital. Minnesota, we had a wheel. It's digital. Uh, yeah, oh, it's digital. That was wheel. my question. Yeah. In, in, at the live show, a, a listener, Jim, who's a physicist, actually built us a giant wheel. It was very cool. Yeah. But the, but the wheel uh, that we spin every week is a digital wheel. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. All right. So oral history of the sleepover podcast is happening. This is mm-hmm. not a this is not a drill. Uh yeah. I, I think that what we should do, uh you t- you tell me this for the I think it should be whatever Lindsay sends, we that should be the the podcast, and then we uh, then have a mailbag after where we are talking about what we just heard. And okay, that's Lindsay fine. So we're just mailbag. playing the episode. We're not interrupting her yeah, beautiful and I, work. Yeah, and I think Lindsay should be on the mailbag and then should talk Absolutely, to us. Of course, yeah. yeah. She put. She told me it was her entire social life for like the last three months so, making yeah, this episode. So the, the first part of the podcast is, you know, uh, her presentation. I think and it's maybe, like 45, 50 minutes, the, yes. the presentation. 
And, and and I think that I, we have not listened to it, but there should be. Nope. So hopefully, there's like some sort of an intro of like, "Hi, I'm Lindsay Wilson. I'm a documentary uh, maker and who is uh, also a podcaster. And I heard about the Legend of the Sleepover podcast. What you're about to hear is blah blah, blah like some sort of a setup. And then mm-hmm. from there, then we go right into it. Yeah, Hannah, do you think this is an episode that would that that would pique your interest? The oral history. Yeah. Yeah, I Lindsay seems great. She sounds like she put a lot of work into this, and um, I'm curious what she's constructed. Okay, all right. So the sleepover podcast oral history uh, is is right there. Uh, Akiva, would it be the all time heel move to use my veto on? That would be the hilarious. Sleepover? <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay you would have uh, a veto. Would like yeah, drone I, your house? Yeah, I have a veto. <laughs> Uh, I would never do that. Uh, I know what people want to hear. Okay. I do right. think I do think that it, it seems so soon. Like the Master Napper didn't even get on the wheel. It came straight, you know, straight into uh, the feed. I don't know. What, I don't whatever. Know. Who cares? I like when it, things it percolate on the July. wheel for a few weeks. Build yeah. up, the, build up the sort of uh, anticipation. In my opinion. yeah, is is that I could, what you... maybe we'll maybe we'll maybe we'll I'll veto it. I don't know. You don't have a veto. I have half a veto. We got the Super Friends veto still. <laughs> you can't. Half a veto isn't going to get it done. Well, you wouldn't join me in my veto. I, you yeah, already I would join vetoed you. the real sleepover podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, here's a here's an idea for my friend Yoel. It's Yoel. called Robin, Robin, Robin Akiva turn into their parents. He oh says boy. it's more of like a Father's Day or Mother's Day type thing. But we each watch one episode from MASH, All in the Family, Happy Days or Matlock. Like or or alternatively, you watch like let's say our mom's favorite shows. Like we say, mom, what's your favorite TV show? We watch like Knots Landing or something. I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Hannah? You just watch it. Nothing happens after that. Well, we well, the same thing. Same thing we just did. Like the same idea, but we're talking about our parents' favorite shows. I feel like there needs to be another element to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you had yeah. me with uh, Robin. He turned into the their beginning parents, of this idea, but yeah, yeah. When, like, when it turned into that, with that, and then we watch Matlock. Uh, first of all, how old are our parents? Uh, that yeah, uh, I just I just think the title was so grabbing yeah, that I expect a lot, like an, another element. It was a good you title. Sometimes to... we get good titles with bad ideas. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea. I just think it needs a second act. Okay. Yeah, like a second. You need a height in it. It's a good title, but not for what the idea ultimately is. Sorry, Yoel. Yeah, I, uh, I another, mean, a similar is, idea. Yeah, sorry, you go, yeah. Anna. No, I just I think he should workshop it a bit and bring in okay. a heightened version. Yeah, and we can workshop it too, Hannah. That, that's mm-hmm. part oh, of we're allowed to workshop. Yeah, this is a workshop. Yes, this is a brainstorm session. John says uh, he has a similar idea. Robin Akiva need a mom cast a spiritual sequel to the White Swap quiz. Uh, where Robin and Kiva send the questionnaire to their moms. They come on the podcast to go over the answers, see how well they know their son. I like hmm. that. Okay. Um, should we do that for Mother's Day? It could have a couple spots on the wheel, but uh, in, in May... Why are you giving away couple? Oh, in May. I was like, why are you Rob, giving everything multiple yes, spots? Yes, Hannah. Can my mother be on the wheel? Because my mom is such <laughs> a big fan of, of all these... of. Well, of all the RHEP podcasts, she will tell me about them yes. after. She'll be like, here's what the experts have said. Mm-hmm. And she's just, she's a really big fan of the podcast community. I'd say she's basically an RHEP fan at this yes. point. And I just would like to put my mother okay. on the wheel. You, should we call her when you do the, come on and do the voicemails in a couple of weeks? I think we definitely okay, should. Okay, let's do that. I- let's do that. 
the dad, not to leave him out since he got left out of the family. Oh. Yeah. He got left out of the family visit. I just, every time, you know, especially a Survivor episode happens, she'll text me and she'll be like, here's what the experts are saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I love Rob and Steven. And I'm like, are, are, they are experts, but you are taking it like you got this. <laughs> And it's just become really fun. She listens to it on, she goes on these like 10 mile runs in the morning. Yeah. And beyond these like long runs, listening to RHAP. Okay. Well, and we appreciate it. I'd like it. to add her to the mix. Yes. But yeah, right. maybe she'll just call in when I'm on voice. Yeah, we'll call her and then get her take on the season. Perfect. Yeah. She doesn't need to be on the wheel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did like, we should like clip that when you said, can I put my mom on the wheel? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, this is from our great friend, Sean, the mailman. It's called Six Degrees of Renap. Rob and Akiva are challenged to link themselves to people in six moves or less using only the connections of podcasting relationships with all the podcasting topics and guest interactions. It should make for a fun show. I don't know if this is a full episode, but can you, if I give you a person now, Rob and, and Hannah, can you guys connect yourselves to, to this person in six moves or I less? I mean, give me a person. Let's see. All right. So I'm, I'll go first with Rob and then we'll give Hannah one. Uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, how like uh, I thought that the idea was connecting podcasts. I don't know how I'm getting to no. Tom Cruise. No, it's, it's anyone in Hollywood. So like you have to. I mean, you've podcasts that. What about like Mike White? You did a podcast with him. I'm sure he directed a movie with you know somebody who's been in a movie with with Tom Cruise. Yeah, uh, I feel like this idea is losing me. Like I thought it was. Uh, um, is this fun? Are we having fun yet? <laughs> well. <laughs> Don't throw shade and the mail, man. I can be the connects. Mm-hmm. All right, Hannah, you and Jennifer Aniston. Can you connect yourself to Jennifer Aniston? Um, You're on a podcast with Rob who podcasted about Leprechaun with Jennifer Aniston. Okay. <laughs> well, no, she wasn't on that show. Yeah. I could do it all through when I used to soul cycle a bunch. I could do a soul cycle six people or less. Well, mm-hmm. I think I think you have to do a project with them. I don't think soul cycle is a project. Hmm. Um, Jennifer Aniston. Um, hold on. I think I have it. I think I. Yeah. I think I could. What is it? Um, have you ever done a podcast with Mike Bloom, Hannah? No. Okay, you did a podcast with Rob, who did a podcast with Mike Bloom. Who had uh, Mary Holland on her show? Mary Holland's on Veep with Julie Louis Dreyfus, who was on Seinfeld with Courtney Cox, who was on who was on Friends with Jennifer I Aniston. Think that's Boom, seven. six I people. I think that was seven. Yeah. Oh no! Are you well? So for Rob, it's six. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. We almost got. This. I, I don't think that this this is uh, a fun idea. If we if we could get like uh like trivia, somebody wants to like write in yeah. with like uh the degrees of separation to various famous yeah. people. Yeah, let us know Rob six six degrees to Tom Cruise. That's right. what we want to know. Like we're gonna, and if, if we're, Hannah could do six yeah. degrees to Tom Cruise, like, also if we're gonna cover say family matters and and then somebody could write in and say like, hey, did you know that Akiva has only three degrees of separation to Jaleel White? And then. Uh, yeah, that would be like good to have, but to do it as a podcast, I think is yeah, not uh, a full episode. Yeah, not enough meat on the bone. Okay, this is an idea from Jonathan. It's called Robin Akiva Love the '90s. It's very basic, okay. like the VH1 show of old. Guests would come on and introduce topics from '90s fads, movies, news stories about which Robin Akiva could banter. For example, did you own Pogs? 
What do you remember about the Tanya Harding scandal? Can you guys do the Macarena? I mean, the, uh, I think when this came up uh, originally on the hot takeoff that we were talking about how uh, I enjoyed those shows. That, yes. that I was yeah, a, we're just a, talking a big, about fan, it. a big fan of those shows. Um, yeah, I feel like that we've had things that are uh, similar to that. Like, I kind of feel like that talking about the specific things that happened on a on a date. Uh, were I think there. you guys should just have to play Neopets. Neopets? We're too, we're too old That's for Neopets. Was that your 90s experience? Yes, that was like my elementary school. I would like rush to the computer lab to play Neopets. And I'm confused if my Neopets are still alive or not. Um, maybe I am speaking out of turn. I think you should have to be doing the 90s game, whatever that is. Okay, 90s okay. games are trash. Did you ever play Pogs, Hannah? You are much younger than than Robin May. No, I do not know what that is. Yeah, you Am don't I know what Pogs younger? are. Okay. Wait, okay. how Pogs old are you, Akiva? Uh, thirty six. Oh, okay. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I I hung out yesterday with uh, a couple twenty three year olds, and I felt so ancient. Were they they're on all, TikTok? They're all <laughs> you're all the TikTok influencers. Yeah, no, that and I, this guy came over and. He's 23 and he was talking about all these influencers and platforms and I have never felt so old. Right. And I'm 27 to be yes, clear. Yes, because that I went to a, a party earlier this year. That Adam's was, goodbye a, party. A, a goodbye, Adam Klein. A goodbye party for Adam Klein when he was going to go and go to the Virgin Islands and that we I was hanging out at Adam's house and, and Adam and Jay are friends with a lot of TikTok influencers and that was the night I joined TikTok, Hannah. Yeah, Rob Sesternino, check it out. He has one TikTok on TikTok. <laughs> yes, and I think it was, it's from that day. Yes, I yes, I do not quite wait. I'm looking. Yes, Pogs look from no. I was very much Neopets, Pokemon cards. Um, computers were just like MySpace, top six friends. Because I was, I guess I was born in '92. I was a tiny kid in the '90s. What? Well, she couldn't find eight friends. Yeah. Maybe top eight. Yeah. Listen, I was a bullied middle schooler. Let's not. <laughs> Source subject. She was trying to find two more friends. Yeah, that we we did get an idea from Danny yeah. that says so you so you think you can TikTok? Listeners submit four short videos submit so, showcasing their best talent on TikTok. It'd be singing, dancing, a short stand up routine. Don't do stand up, lip syncing, or anything else you could think of. With each video, the submitter must up the ante in order to get Robin Akiva and one guest judge could be Hannah Shapiro to send them to the next round. The format will work similar to the hot takeoff, in which you must anticipate whether the rest of the submitters' videos will be worth watching. So you think you can TikTok? Yeah, the problem with that is that I think, uh, from what I understand, TikTok is a visual medium. Yeah, uh, yep, we're like yep. describing videos. I like the the idea of us learning about TikTok and what what's going on, and or Twitch mm-hmm. or any of these things. Yeah, well, TikTok came from Musically. Hmm. So yeah. I don't think that necessarily like which video gets submitted to TikTok is necessarily a great idea for a podcast. No, it's too visual. Yeah, uh, we do. A uh, listener, Nicole, said she was going to teach us about TikTok. And what happened? I want to know Adam's second voicemail. I've been curious about it. Oh, since OK. I know it was a thing. All right. So let's go. We also I've just been- got one, Rob. 
from we could end this with with uh, two voicemails because Marvin from the Animal just sent us one too. So let's okay. play Adams and Marvin. All right, hold on. Here's I, Adams. I've been curious about Adams. I got one. It hasn't left my mind. Here's Adams' other voicemail. Adam, of course, uh, his first voicemail was that he wanted us to break bad news to his kid on Child. on the kid's birthday. <laughs> Hi guys, my idea is a bracket power hour. So the way that would work is you would just have a bunch of brackets instead of shots, essentially. Um, and I or someone could create a 60, um, you know, either four or eight item brackets that you would do over the course of an hour. You do one every minute um, for an hour. What? So he wants us to do a different bracket. So how would so you do what, a bracket in a minute? I, I guess it would be like an eight, like an eight thing bracket. So it would be like, uh, all right, quick. I you did know. not disappoint with the weirdness. <laughs> I am... <laughs> Adam's biggest fan. Adam, I want more voice. Hannah, if you like weird. Adam, I'll be on voicemails for Survivor on the thirtieth. Two weeks. Please send in a voicemail. Yeah. Adam, you get to the front of the queue. Front of the queue. Ask me stuff. Okay. Honestly, I really am fascinated. You can dissect the idea because I don't understand it. All right. So let's do a. A rare one. We are going to listen to an unscreened voicemail from Uh-oh. Marvin from the Animal is yeah. what this person what is calling themselves. I'm scared and excited. Yep. We could always edit it out. This week in Robin Akiva Need a Podcast, they rank the world's thirstiest and horniest animals. How come cows are so thirsty? How come camels seem to be always so quenched and satiated? Mmm, look at those humps. How come rhinos have such a dang, huge, protruding horn? Oh, yeah. Find out in Robin Akiva in heat. All right, hold on. I just cc the FBI. <laughs> yeah. On the right. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so from what I understand, this this person is wants an idea that's uh, that we're we're ranking animals that are thirsty and 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 that yeah. have horns. Yeah. I'm sorry. This guy's definitely at least jerked off an animal, right? <laughs> we're on the same page here. Oh boy! <laughs> wow! What is wow! Happening? What is happening? Okay. I hope your mom doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, hopefully she tell her to tell her this is one. This one. No, she said she's going to. Have I said yeah, something boy. inappropriate? Okay. No, you have right. not. Yeah, well, have, Other have than Adam that. call her and give her the bad news first before she turns it on. Wait, have I been saying inappropriate things? No, this whole time? no, you've been I very mean, I, I, Not until right now. Oh, I've never jerked <laughs> off an animal. I'm not I'm saying that. Just I just to think be this clear. Man has. Yeah. <laughs> this is not it's something i never knew i need to clarify on a podcast yes, good yes. to know that maybe for the best of we could just have a clip of hannah saying i've never we won't okay oh gosh all right um akiva yes i have a couple of ideas oh please please hit us with some ideas okay all right robin akiva talk to a psychic okay there was a big new york think? times article this week about that famous psychic which Went one looking for her she posts all her her uh, ads like on every single subway car. Hmm. Forget her name. Okay. Any, they don't any, like to talk. They, they don't, don't like. That's to, the, they yeah. they're going to ask for money. I will not pay the psychic money. Okay. All right. 
All right, for that's uh, just throwing that out there. Okay. Uh, okay. What one of the just to update an idea of the mm-hmm. cameo cast? Did you know that there was uh, you know uh, people constantly are workshopping our ideas? Hannah, are you familiar with Cameo dot com book Cameo? Yeah, I've done that idea, but for free. So I feel like a real chump whenever I think of Cameo because mm-hmm. I people would I I. I don't have the time and money to be like emailing out autographed photos, which I've been asked for. But I do when when people have asked me for like a video for their class or their wedding or whatever. I've always done that. And then this app came out and people started making money off of it. And I was like, well, I've just been doing this, mm-hmm. you know? So, so I get a little upset when I hear about camping. I'm you sorry, know you could I'm join sorry. it, Hannah. I don't want to charge really want. people. Uh, okay, yeah, I okay. Know. don't feel like a sucker. Right. I think that's the right move. So Akiva and I have an idea for a podcast called Cameo okay. Cast, where then it was going to be where we were going to buy a bunch of cameos for each other, and the listeners can buy cameos for us, and then we're going to play them on the podcast. But Ooh. it is going to be uh, a that kind of expensive. These cameos yeah. are not always cheap, especially for some of the ones that might be really funny to have on the podcast. And so we were sort of like, well, we don't want the listeners to like spend a lot of money on this. And then I had the suggestion of Akiva, what if I or you and I joined Cameo? Well, I would have to charge zero dollars. <laughs> Nobody would. <laughs> I, think I, people, would I, I think you'd be surprised. I think you'd be surprised. But okay. uh, what what if you are you and I or or just or just myself, if you're not into it, uh, w- w- was to join Cameo? Mm-hmm. To fundraise for the money for the cameo cast. Mm-hmm. I like that. Part of me thinks like you should just give us the money. What do you mean? I would like give the podcast the money. I don't know. We'd figure out something else to do with it. But um, no, I think it is a good idea. Uh, you definitely could raise enough if you were on there for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You, what do you think you're going to charge if you're on I, cameo? I would, uh, that. I would say in like figure out what what do we need for the cameo cast for four hundred dollars five hundred dollars. What can somebody figure out? Can can we get the only thing is like we're surprising each other with our cameos, yeah. right? Yes, I would like like a listener to send me to go through cameo mm-hmm. this week and send me a list of I just for me. Don't send them all to me. Like send me a list of like here's who'd be funny and here's like about what it would cost. Mm-hmm. And if I think it's reasonable that we could get like a good show because they're spending a lot of money and putting some yeah, time into it, but I want listeners to send me affordable bras. For, okay, right. so <laughs> Hannah would make a video for an affordable bra. <laughs> yeah, but not wearing. Well, your mom's it, listening, Hannah. It. Yeah, Hannah, Hannah, your mom's listening. You know, like, she'll just send knows you. I wear a bra. <laughs> oh, you're saying I don't, no, send me. I no, I'm saying she might just send you clothes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't mean that. Yeah, that's not. Um, if you're think... listening, Jill, I can't <laughs> afford some new bras, and I would really love just like a a couple new bras. A couple, okay, okay. Yeah, not a ridiculous amount. I don't want to have to get engaged to someone just to have him buy me bras. Mm-hmm. Is that how it works? Yeah, I'm okay. so sorry. I this is not. I couldn't. A bit I will say, I, could, I wouldn't know. I've lived with a woman for 16 years. <laughs> And I wouldn't know if women have own like two bras or fifty. This I wouldn't is, this be able to answer is that. The question. least surprising revelation <laughs> in the history and, of mankind. And like, also, do women wear the same bras like every day, or is it like underwear you have to change? It? I don't know. Don't answer. <laughs> well, it, no, like it's not. Through, it's I like not, going through oh, life ignorant. Want, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't let you listen. This is not a bit that anyone um, 
Should this be on the wheel? Should this be on the wheel? Robin Akiva learned about bras. No, I don't think so. I think yes. I think here's what how the podcast is set up. You viewers submit women listeners submit questions that um, just basic questions about bras, and we see if you can answer them. Oh, okay. And oh, every so, question oh, right. so you get is, wrong. Yeah, we have to buy a new bra for our wife. <laughs> yes. oh, no. Or Hannah. Or oh, me. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Um, uh, honey, what's the $60 charge, Akiva? Uh, you know, there's, you know, the show Survivor, right? Are you familiar with it? <laughs> all right. All right. So, the, all right, here's a, so this is something. This is something. Okay. ploy for me to get new bras. I also, I like that a listener hears me talk about bras early on in the podcast and thinks, this doesn't need to come back. No, but I, I like uh, no. so, but We don't now. need a callback for this. I, I think that maybe we're onto something because I think that this, this is something where, uh, that one of, one of the things I think that always works is Rob and Akiva are dumb idiots. And yes. so I, I wonder either, like, could we get either like, uh, women sub- submitted, uh, like bra questions or some sort of like, uh, or it doesn't, we could, it could be, I expand, think bra is very specific. It, yeah. it could expand beyond bras. It and could then, be. I always think guys trying to answer questions about periods are really funny. Yeah, and, and Robin Akiva attempt to answer. Uh, basic questions about uh, women the world have to women. deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then th- every time they get it wrong, though, <laughs> Hannah gets a bra. <laughs> uh, it's really important to me that I'm making some bra money. I, I don't know. Okay. And, and then if for every question that we're wrong, we have to put five dollars into like, wh- and then whoever is the woman host uh, ends up walking yeah. away with the money that for putting up with. Wait, them. here yeah. I pitch this amazing idea, and then. I don't get my brown money. Uh, all right, fine, fine. Oh, you that, could be the host. Okay. You, you could be the host. You, then. That, if you want to, if you want to sit through this uh, with us, <laughs> oh, I don't know that uh, idea. I, I, uh, Akiva, <laughs> so all right, tell it's me your idea. <laughs> th- so we have yeah. lis- listeners are submitting their their questions. Whether it's okay. whether it's a question uh, that guys are writing in, I le- I legitimately want to know this. Uh, mm-hmm. Or women are, are are testing us to see what we okay. know. Okay. We have to answer. We have to a- answer a question. For every wrong answer, we throw in five dollars. Okay, and then Hannah takes that money <laughs> to use as she yes. wishes. But maybe yes. is going to buy is going to buy Brazier's. bras. Yes, <laughs> yes. I really, I really think this should be on the wheel a thousand times. Okay. I- I understand First now off, that let's it, it would go this would go into the one week incubation yeah, period. Yeah, it definitely yeah. has to go into the one week incubation because people yeah. would be like, No, don't do this. We'll listeners, see. Listeners, we want to know what you think of this idea. Specifically <laughs> how much money I should get for my bra. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, and please, please respond in the comments or tweet hashtag by Hannah Bra. All right. Akiva, any thoughts on yeah. this? I like it. I do think I want to hear the audience feedback. Maybe they can sort of tweak it. Should we make it more specific, less specific? Like, what are the questions? Yes, I like the idea of women trying to trick us. Maybe there'll be two segments, like men asking us legitimate questions. We could do like some sort of relationship advice, that sort of thing. Or, or you know, women just tricking us with like basic questions we can't answer. I mean, I said like, I, I mean, yes. I've made, you know, I don't I like when when I started the Sunfeld podcast, I didn't know the difference between like eyebrows and and um, what are the other ones? Eyelash. I didn't know that eyebrows and eyelashes. You have that. No, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a sec. 
You are your eyebrows and eyelashes. This is not a gender I know. thing. I'm just saying Wait, I don't on. know a lot of this things. This is absolutely no, not a gender not. thing. I, 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 let me get my four-year-old up here and I can't ask him what is, what is the difference between an eyebrow and, and, and I admitted this on an earlier episode of Seinfeld. Hold on. You bring this up like it's a no, it's that happens not to be a gender thing. Mm-hmm. I will say I don't know what color eyes my wife has still. I mentioned that on the Seinfeld podcast too. I do not know <laughs> what color eyes my wife's <laughs> eyes are. Uh, Maybe you shouldn't be bra- buying another. I probably woman should. It sounds like <laughs> you should just learn your wife's eye color first. Okay, well, he's just losing uh, a game at that point. That he's and, and you're using the money as you see fit. It's not. Yeah, uh, you can do whatever you want. With it's the, not with a direct. No, I think the right. I think the money should have to go to. <laughs> Me buying new bra. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't. Okay, what, what, do you, what do you think of the name of this game, Hannah? As uh, win, lose, or bra. <laughs> Did Hannah leave us? <laughs> oh, win, lose, or no. bra. No, no, no. I'm just processing the thing that I've made the discussion of uh, this podcast. Win, lose, or bra. Well, I think if you lose, yeah, then means- I get the bra. So wait, I think a better one would be like. It has to be like something like winner bra. I really like win loser bra. No, I don't know if we could punch um, that up. <laughs> I do like win loser bra. Yeah, I don't want people to get the connotation though that like we're quizzing a woman and if she loses, oh, yeah. no, she no, 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 no. I don't want people to no, get the wrong idea. Like we are okay, like so win loser, yeah. win loser bra. I love this. <laughs> I I, I'm nervous um, about the response to this episode. I really, episode, really like it. We, yeah, we might have to just say yeah. that that's what the title is, but maybe uh, I don't know. I don't want yeah. people to get the wrong um, idea. Yeah, we'll, we'll, well, there's definitely something here, but let's see what the listeners. There might be a lot of feedback on this episode. There's honestly. I think that this is great, but I specifically want to know, Adam, what do you think of this idea? Please send in a voice. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm I'm willing to join Cameo in order to fundraise the money for the Cameos. I'm willing to do that. And yes. then I have one other idea. Okay. Robin Akiva make boomers and millennials okay. All right. Mm. We mediate between that we find one of our listeners who's a millennial Mm -hmm. or Gen Z and one of our listeners who's a boomer. And we don't need to get into the politics, but maybe if there's anything else like uh, we'll we'll get them talking at Mm -hmm. least. What? So what? Like, is there something in particular they could argue about? I don't know. Either. uh, I I mean, I don't want to, like, throw gas on the fire. But uh, could we get them? Can we find some things that maybe they have in common? I, I think there's something there. I I need to know like a structure. We have to think more of a structure for the episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think you need to find a yeah. funny twist. Hmm. Like I think it will get political mm-hmm. immediately unless you find. Well, what if we're like but we're maybe looking for maybe if ground. the maybe if the boomer and a millennial they find common ground the the common ground then, is us yeah they're super fans of this podcast oh. the, they bo- both boomers Maybe and millennials if, love yeah rob yeah. struggling with the middle demo i mean listen i think if you solve the generational gap then i should get a hundred dollars why don't you keep getting Wait, money you don't even on. listen to this podcast <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just being <laughs> obnoxious now i i'm uh, please <laughs> just, no, I'm so sorry. Fun. It's so hard when I can't see you guys. <laughs> yes, I feel like I'm very bad when I I'm already nervous about social cues, but mm-hmm. I, when I can't see the person, I'm very. I it's guess easier. this is why I Facetime most of my friends mm-hmm. instead of just yeah. calling them. 
I have no idea if you guys. No, we love you. No, I've seen no, Rob like four not. times ever, yes. and it, but we, I don't you know, see my make it work. point. I don't. <laughs> I don't see your face, so I don't yeah. know. It could be anything at yeah. this point. Um, uh, Akiva and I are like the 90-day fiancé yeah. podcasting. We really... Uh, it was years yeah. before we ever... And when I met pleasure. Rob in a hotel, no, he also just, set up uh, like a weird oh, corner. I, oh, I see what you're meaning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You both have kids that are affected by mm-hmm. this relationship. <laughs> right. People, you know, lots of skeptical <laughs> friends. So, uh, okay. All right. Akiva, any, anything else? Any updates? Uh, you know, may, there's another podcast that I think next week will end sweep sweep. Uh, getting put on the wheel, but it's not ready. I think that's enough for this week. Uh, just putting on the the you know greatly anticipated oral history. The, the sleepover podcast is exciting. That is going to be great. I also want to give a big uh, shout out to our person yes, yes. Aisha, who uh, she celebrated a birthday earlier Happy birthday, this Aisha. month here in November, but I got a very thoughtful gift. Yes. I'm not sure. Yes, did we you both receive got one a as well? calendar from Aisha. Yes. That uh, ombudsperson Aisha went to the trouble of putting together that one of my ideas that did not get on the wheel earlier this year was the Renap 2020 calendar of that would feature a bunch of different uh, Renap inspired events on the calendar and so while it did not go on the wheel aisha went through all of the trouble and she made her uh, uh, own original renap 2020 calendar and it was one of the most thoughtful gifts yeah, i've ever Robert gotten you need a calendar so i i tweeted the cover Aww. and the first month which is uh me and you as the perfect strangers larry and balky our faces superimposed over it. that's january <laughs> yes and, and there's a lot of things where it's uh you uh, Akiva and my heads like yeah. cropped onto things uh that uh Aisha has uh that she's cropped yeah. onto I, I don't have it in front yeah, of me maybe here we could tweet studio. a few months in uh, uh, on Twitter or in the Facebook group or something but yeah that yeah it's great I Aisha yeah, thank really you funny. so much so thoughtful I just I can't wait now I'll be able to see your tweets I just followed you back okay. um I waited to see how this went <laughs> yeah good move. Good move. Okay. All right. So let's talk about Hannah. Yeah, let's, let's picture let's the ideas because maybe things. she could like tell us what we're doing right or wrong. I'm, I'm excited for this, actually. Okay. Hannah, oh, here God. is what is currently on the wheel. We have a fishbowl right. of season three, episode seven uh-huh. ideas that now has four spots on the wheel. Of a fishbowl. So we just watch a TV balls. episode if that covers With- up, Hannah. So it's like Family Matters. Alf, season it's, yes, three, it's always season seven. three, episode seven. That's what we watch for any show. Gilmore Girls, Family Matters, Alf. Is there a reason? Uh, is there a reason that's the random? Yeah, I mean, random. it probably was, and we forgot. No, okay. It's mostly random. Golden Girls, Brady yeah. Bunch. Okay. We have a coin flip uh, where the winner gets to then. Do, do we? Is there yeah, anything yeah, on the yes, coin flip? Anything. That's uh, okay. All right. Uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? We're gonna play that video game with Eric Stein. Fun. Uh, we have a crappy movie diaper, which is filled with uh bad movies that has two spots on the wheel. Uh, we have a thing called Mount Rushmore, where we have to come up with what are the things that would be on the Mount Rushmore of a particular thing. I like it. Okay. Uh, we have People's Choice, where we're gonna spin the wheel three more times, and then the listeners will vote on which of the oh, three things. I think that's my favorite one. <laughs> oh, you like that one? Okay. 
I like that the listeners get to decide. Yeah, they like that too. We don't like that. I like the American Idol aspect of it. We do have a uh, Robin Akiva need a third wheel where people are going to be auditioning to be the third wheel of uh, Robin Akiva need a podcast for whatever reason. If uh, myself or Akiva were ever going to call out sick, that we they, they would come in and be a co-host. <laughs> well, oh, it's, it doesn't mean they third wheel like me. Today. No, not always. They're not a permanent third wheel. Uh, we have a uh, Robin Akiva's game night where we will take on a- another duo in a series of games. Uh, we are losing TLC shows are trash. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. that was today. Did that. Uh, do you feel like that the ball Didn't. moved forward or backward on the blank shows are trash after today? Akiva? I think forward. I th- I mean, I'd like to hear the the feedback. HGTV shows are trash has sort of been the next one waiting in the wings. Would you feel differently? I thought this was a fun one. Yeah, uh, this uh, I feel like it was fun because Hannah was here. I feel like True. that if Aww, uh, thanks, if it was just you and I talking about the 90 Day Fiance episode that we watched, I don't know if mm-hmm. it would be as memorable for me. Yeah, well, then, Hannah, what do you think about HGTV shows in a few months? What shows does that include? Am I uh, whatever you want? Silly- There's H- a lot of HGTV shows. No, I just don't John know that John. I watch any. You know, I really don't. I don't own a TV. Yeah, just a computer to watch uh, 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) (laughs) I'd watch, just to be very clear to the listeners, I, the shows that are currently on the air, like uh, The Good Place and Superstore and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, these are are the shows as a TV writer I love. This is a guilty, I don't just watch. Okay. No judgment. There's no judgment. <laughs> I'm, I don't know why I'm walking back the past two hours of this okay. podcast. All right. The very end. We also have a King of the Mats tournament. Does that interest you, Hannah, to find out who the best mat is? Like, oh, guy named Matt. Yeah. Yeah. It could be like Matt LeBlanc. It could be like Matt Damon. Oh, I thought you just meant like random listeners named Matt. No, that's no, what they have to have a Wikipedia page. Yeah. No, oh I did God. not want to do that. I completely misunderstood that. Yeah. I just thought I actually would be more interested if you ask everyone to submit a Matt they know with mm. a pick, and then you go through the pitches of their Matt and you choose the best Matt. Because most people know someone named Matt. So they would send in like a voicemail. Right, they would send in a voicemail and pitch why their match should win the match competition. That would yeah. be more mm-hmm. interesting. No, I think a lot of people uh, uh, definitely don't want us to do that. That is a really good idea. The problem is people are like worried about us being too inside baseball with like our friends named Matt. Yeah, Akiva or, um, playing favorites. What about our what about our enemy named Matt? Matt Gagan, who famously wanted this podcast to just be season three, episode seven. Mm-hmm. Matty Fresh twenty four, but don't follow him because he was mean to us. He tweeted. Starting a rival podcast where I discuss everything Robin Akiva did wrong on that week's Renap. And then at the end, I recap an episode of Boy Meets World. DM if you'd like to be a guest. 37 yeah. likes. Oh, what boy. What the hell, Matt? All right. Uh, I don't know if that's a rival yeah. podcast where it's, it sounds like it's a review. Yeah, it is a lot of promo for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he, uh, yeah, he was mean to us this week. Honestly, can't wait for these morons to officially get rid of Boy Meets World so I can unsubscribe for this stupid show once and for all. Less likes on that. One. Yeah, that's mean. Yeah. And I thought, you know, maybe we'd have all the mats we know on, on the mailbag of the King of the Mats episode, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know if Matt. Matt right, is that, uh, that, look, if you're going to be our ops, then we, yeah. don't give it oxygen, Akiva. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you even said his Twitter name. <laughs> but he said don't follow him. He's our him. friend. He was just yes, mad at Okay. Him. 
Oh, right. oh, I thought this was a royal hater. Yeah, that as Nora once said that, uh, you know, we we prefer people hate us than to be indifferent to us. Yeah. Uh, you can be <laughs> indifferent to me. It's fine. No. Uh, then uh, we have wheel or no wheel where uh, sure. that is that on. The, that's that's good to go. Yes, that's on, on the wheel. wheel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have Robin to keep need a verdict where we're going to be read a bunch of court cases. No, that's not on the wheel yet. It's not on the wheel. Okay, so then, never, no, then, no. then why Amanda's, is it on there? Doctor Amanda, still, it's not. You, I always tell you to take it off. Doctor Amanda, what you never, is, it, you never tell me to take it off. Fast, rewind to last week's episode. Okay, all right. Uh, Robin Akiva versus a sixth grader. Or are you yep. smarter than sixth grader? Uh, and mm-hmm. then the oral history of the sleepover is now on really jam packed wheel. wheel. Okay, all right. Uh, also, I just want to add, I saw a lot of talk in the patron Facebook group this week about the Rob and Akiva ratify a constitution of, mm-hmm. uh, and also I saw people asking that we combine it with the power hour of, yeah. that people are very upset about how we do not stick to our own rules, Hannah. Yeah. That we have what certain rules about this podcast. And then sometimes, and I, and I feel like this is more on Uncle Kiwi, uh, oh that we want to uh, say, well, you know, this is an exception to that rule. I, I, we, uh, you know, I don't know the rules you're speaking of, but break them all. You say break the rules. Oh, okay. I don't understand what rules. No, I agree Charlie with the XCX. patrons. I agree. I agree with the people who are commenting on the podcast. I'm scared of internet people. So whatever they say, yeah. if they say you're breaking them, I agree. Akiva, how, what do you don't, say to my charge that uh, I put m- the rule breaking more on you? Yeah, I think that's probably true. Um, you that, spin the wheel at some point. Yeah, we were going to spin the like, wheel. Is this leading <laughs> yeah, up to a spin? You need to go. Hang in there. Almost there. Um, um, okay. You need to leave. I don't. No, no, no. We're good. I'll, I'll wait for the spin. Okay. Yeah, right. we're I'm just I'm I'm on the edge of my seat about this spin now. You know, it's like it's like Adam's second voicemail. It's all I can think about. Okay. Hannah, it would it would bring you. You should just binge this this series after you'd love it. It would be your favorite show. Um, I think, Rob, we can do that. Yeah, we need someone to really like what are we writing a whole constitution? Are we getting like a lawyer? All right, no, we, here's what I think we should do. I think the podcast should be that we have we we assign a constitutional Congress. Uh, I okay. believe that's what it's called. They draft mm-hmm. the Constitution, and then mm-hmm. you and I will go through all of the you know bills and amendments. Uh, I, I guess what is it? Would it be uh, the bill, the whatever the parts of the Constitution are? We would go through that. We redline anything that we disagree with, and then we sign mm-hmm. it at the end of the show. And then that's the official Renap Constitution. Okay. So if you want to be a part of the Renap Constitutional <laughs> Congress. <laughs> Okay. Then we will have to put our, our our signatures on it at the end of the episode. Like we say, like, oh, okay, actually, all right, let's change. Let's. Do you change think this. this is a standalone episode? Do you think this can carry a full episode? I think, the it, Constitutional can, I think it can carry an episode of okay. that we officially nail down what the rules are. Should that be like the first episode of 2020 or something? I guess we can't really decide uh, that. that. It when the it should be the July 4th, 2020. Yeah, uh, it really should be. Well, no. what's International Pull and Peel Twizzler Day? That's July, July 5th, 3rd. That's really the main day. I think it's July 3rd. In um, the Robin but when it's ready, we'll so we'll do we'll put it on the wheel. Okay. Okay. And and then yeah, for all need, the and is, sticklers is, is, that what, are out what there. What about the Renap Supreme Court? Is the Renap Supreme Court involved in this? Um, that can be part of the uh, the the Constitutional Congress can decide what Na- the to can do. Can they with. name a Supreme Court? 
they, they can they can say that there should be one and then we will be okay. re- responsible for naming it okay fine hannah you want to be on the supreme court sure we lost her mm, i don't know that was <laughs> no i will hard. i'll be on the supreme i just you know i you know i i'm on it then till i die or retire yeah. oh but i can retire i for some reason in my mind yeah. was like yeah. In the Supreme Court, they have to die to quit. That's not no, how that's not true. Okay, that's not true. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, okay. I'll all right. be on the Supreme Court. All right. Let's, let's, to, let's get, wanna, yeah. get Hannah to put her phone down and let's uh, spin the wheel. Okay. <laughs> how did you know? Uh, six cents. <laughs> to be okay. fair, Rob, if yes. you went on a podcast and two hours, 20 minutes in, they talked about the podcast Constitutional Congress, you would also be on your phone. <laughs> that's fair. It's fair. All right. Let's spin. Oh, boy. Hannah, All right. are you excited? The wheel is spinning. Happening. The wheel is I'm spinning. so excited. Episode 59. I'll be okay. mad if it's oral history of the Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> All right. Akiva. Yeah. It is for next week. The crappy movie diaper. <laughs> you gone. All right. Now, let me, what does that mean? Now, uh, so we have a movie we have, uh, that uh, right next to where Kiva podcast, he has a diaper filled with all of the bad movies that we so that Akiva has it right next to him and it's ready mm-hmm. to and it's ready to go. So Akiva will now draw out of the crappy movie diaper. I actually do for the first time ever. OK, I've never had the diaper and I have uh, that. All right. But we have one one question first. Yes. And this would be a good question for the Constitutional Congress. We sort of kicked North off, but then we weren't sure. Aisha said we should have five movies in the diaper. We only have four. What's your opinion on North? Because North is still technically in the diaper. So like somebody the- said, oh, that North is the only movie I care about. Can I, can I, now I still have a veto in my pocket here. Can I Yeah, hear, but you don't have to veto now. Right. Could you I can, hear can, the movie choice absolutely, and then absolutely. decide whether or not I want to use my veto? And the I diaper's think I famously get a going. Veto. You should. Okay, Han, you and Hannah can I get a, a veto. Hannah can get a veto. Also, people will go insane if Hannah vetoes this. I think. Okay, well, you could, she can have one if she uses it. That's where it's going to be a problem. So, am I At kicking North point. out or not? Well, uh, keep it. In. I'd say keep it in, and then let's. At okay. some point, I'm going to use my veto. Okay. So, if you are too mean to me in the comments about this podcast, I will veto yeah. something. Well, you you want. can only veto it now, Hannah. No, 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 no. This veto is... Oh, you have like a <laughs> perpetual veto? I have a veto. So okay. don't be mean okay. to me. All right. All right. That's All what right. I should have said in middle right. school. I'm shaking it up. Okay, shake it, shake it up. What, what, are, what are the movies that are in the... That, the uh, movies what? in the diaper, Hannah, you yes. can tell us which one you're rooting for, okay. are the Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> film uh, Eddie. Eddie, which is famously the only thing that's been vetoed in 2019. <laughs> okay. The, another okay. basketball-related thing, the Shaquille O'Neal starring uh, vehicle, uh, either Shazam or Kazam. We never remember which one. Uh, available okay. on Disney+. Plus. It could be a good time to do it. Uh, Mac and Me. Yeah. By the way, I, uh, somebody sent in uh, Disney Plus and chill. Robin and Kiva watched the worst thing on Disney+. Plus. It could be Kazam. We, should we watch the worst thing on Disney+, Plus one week? I think that it's, like it's a vote. Kazam, yeah. Kazam is the worst thing? I mean, there's got to be worse than Kazam. <laughs> uh Dunstan checks in <laughs> okay. with Jason Alexander and uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus and they, Jason Alexander star in the movie North that we're not sure is in there, but did not come up this week. Okay. All right. What are you rooting for, Hannah? Um, I'm rooting for the Whoopi Goldberg movie. Okay. Well, you are in luck. The film we're supposed to watch next week, which was vetoed several weeks ago, Eddie, starring Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Boy. Wow, I can't believe I I predicted it. Let me look at the yes. ca- is next week is next weekend Thanksgiving? 
Um, yes. No, wait. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. Okay. It is. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. It's the week after. All right. Why do you think the Thanksgiving episode sh- is is no longer sweeps? Uh, I is that know. what you're thinking? I, I like, know. is that the episode that's like, all right, nobody cares, or like that needs to be a good episode because there's going to be people trapped at the at the you know the table with their like uh, stereotypically racist uncle or whatever. Yeah, and they need they need us to deliver big that week. All right. Do they need us to deliver, Eddie? Are, you only have about five episodes left to use your yeah. veto, or you lose I'm, it, Adam Gay style. Uh, I'm going to right now. I will say that. Uh, I am going to. Um, wow! <laughs> Which what just happened? I, I, Is that I, I'm, the gonna veto? Veto I'm gonna veto it. Nobody's excited for this. Well, then why don't we kick it out? We've now used our veto <laughs> twice on the same show. We're idiots. We waited the whole year to veto the same movie. Can we get this out of? Can we get this out of the freaking diaper? No, I just I, I, I'd be excited to talk about uh, Mac and me. I'd be excited mm-hmm. for. Uh, Shazam, but I, I don't know. I, it's uh, I. I don't why know. does it stay forever then? <laughs> it seemed like a funny. I like idea. How you, it's it's the thing that's one day you're gonna not wake up and it's gonna come up and you're not gonna have a veto. We're not gonna have a veto left. And what day. if it happens January third? Then we gotta go veto list the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> we've, you know what we've done? We've painted ourselves into a corner and we don't know how to get out, Rob. I think in the beginning, it was like, ah, sure, throw it in there, throw it in there. But now there's only a couple things in there and now it's, yeah. it keeps coming up. So All this right, is why we the need the again. Constitutional Congress to get I together. Agree. The Constitutional Congress is going to screw us up more because that's going to be the it's listeners not. messing us up. It, it's, but then, but we're going to ratify put me it. on the Supreme Court. I don't know that the viewers are going to be happy that I was the nomination. I, I mean... I, I don't well, know. I I don't know. Sure that's not yet. canon. That, that's yeah. Not, that's not yeah. canon yet. Yeah. You know. Oh, we're just, sorry. I. I. Sorry. I got off. I have no something. idea if it's canon. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Well, the only thing that's canon is uh, win, loser, bra. Yes, that one. I think you. You guys. Are, you guys are being really nice. As I've turned into a like curmuffin by the end of this. Curmuffin. Curmuffin. Is that the right? What, what is that? Like yeah. No, that's man. right. You nailed it. Yeah. No curmudgeon. Yeah. All right. All right. So a crappy movie diaper is out. Uh, now spin the wheel again. What does muffin think, though? Like- Who's muffin? Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Spin number two. Oh my god. Worst box. Well, Hannah, use her veto. Well, we do have a super friends veto that we each could use half of, and that's a veto. But we've okay. only got. All right. For All right. Better, but I have a veto. As for well. better or for worse, season yeah. three, episode seven. Okay. You got a fishbowl. We have a literal fishbowl, uh, Hannah. 13 movies. The problem is half the movies in there have not been uh yeah. now, I have not I have not curated the fishbowl. Yeah. Um because I but think I know what's the in controversy there. because of the controversy. Yeah. But then just, but then once yeah. something comes out of the fishbowl, then it's time for the Boy Meets World uh versus Sex in the City Survivor series. Yes, uh, we will put that we're going to put that up. No, there's no Survivor series. Uh Brent from Canada said that he is too busy and that we need to make it a poll. Uh, I mean, he can't the, do it. Brent, Brent. So, I mean, if Brent from Canada says he can't do it, it do we open it up to somebody else? That oh, if someone it? else wants to do it, fine. If not, if I don't hear from anybody later in the week, we'll make a the most heated poll in rap history of Boy Meets World. What do you like better, Hannah? Boy Meets World or Sex in the City, the TV show? I have only seen one episode ever of Sex in the City. Did you like it? Mm-hmm. I've n- never seen an episode of Boy Meets World. Oh, okay. Yeah. So advantage Sex and the right, City. Very, very quickly, the 13 shows, Rob. Family Matters, Small Wonder, Alf Gilgan's Island, The Muppet Show, 
the real world Gilmore Girls, Doogie Howser, MD, Survivor, the Brady Bunch, the Golden Girls, Jersey Shore, and Entourage. Possibly the okay. brother. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in, and then uh, if it's some, if I pick something that's not on the that's not on the list, then I'll keep going. Okay. Yeah, that's a good way to prune it. Also. Okay. All Just right. Pick it out. All right. I have in my hand Blossom. That's gone. Blossom's it's gone. Not, bye bye Blossom. Okay. Yeah. All right. Pick number two. Mm-hmm. Golden Girls. Perfect. We got Golden Girls. Okay, next upgrade. Week. That's an upgrade from Whoopi that Goldberg. That is an upgrade. The episode is called Strange Bedfellows. Okay, from Gold, <laughs> Gold for no Goldberg, Golden yeah. Girls. From Goldberg to Golden Girls. Okay. All right, I think you made a good call there. Okay. And, uh, people were mad that I did it, but then we got the hot takeoff, which was way better than Eddie. Okay. Can Eddie, we wait, please so get rid of Eddie? Why did you get? Why did you get to pick twice? Because uh, I picked well, one, one that we already kicked out of the. We kicked ball. it out, oh, okay. but we didn't physically. We never physically took the ball out because oh, Rob okay. hasn't uh, curated the ball. I'm busy. He's, okay. he's letting the fish die in the fish ball. Okay, <laughs> Hannah, do you ever watch the Golden Girls? I have never seen Golden Girls. Okay. Oh, then you're for a treat. Okay. All right. Are you a big Golden Girls fan? Because I've seen it, but I'm not like I'm not an expert. I would not say that I've watched an episode in. Do you the want a Golden Girls expert? Because we have we have a. Uh, someone who wants to be our Golden Girls expert, who sent me a picture of them holding all the DVD. Okay. Uh, if we have a Golden Girls expert, then yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. Hannah Shapiro, thank you so Rob much. Hannah, what that uh, besides your upcoming appearance on RHAP, where we're going to call your mom and you're going to get a voicemail from Adam, the vo- Renap voicemailer, and you're going to get to veto any question that you don't like on RHAP. Well, I, that's going to be necessary. Yes. What, what else is going on? Um, I've been writing for Men's Health. Uh, you can check out my articles. I usually post them on my social media at Hannah Lil Nesson. Rob always makes fun of that. Um, just my name. H-A-N-N-A-H-L-I-L-N-E-S-S-E-N. Um, I got to, uh, I worked out with David Boreanaz. Oh, oh you buried the lead that we needed to talk about this. Yes. I am a big, I'm a huge Buffy fan. Um, I've probably Do you seen know about the, 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 blood the feud, war? the, the feud between Renap and the David yeah, Boreanaz fans. I got tweets about that and I didn't understand it. So you can clue me in on this feud. So what has the short story is... Because I'm a huge, huge Buffy fan. Okay. So I was... I've seen Buffy probably... I mean, some episodes like 50 times. Okay. Wow. Um, I'm a huge... I mean, Buffy and Parks and Rec are my two favorite all-time shows. Okay. So I was very, very excited to get to hang out and work out with David Boreanaz. Okay, so uh, long story short that we had a pitch for an idea called basically like the Boreanaz cast, which was going to be about the esteemed uh, what, three decade career of David Boreanaz uh, across all of his many shows. And he's been on TV forever, and we were going to talk, but nobody knows who he is. Uh, that he is uh, not a, a household name. Is that fair to say? I very much know who he you is. know who he is, that's, but but not every. Yeah. But you know, uh, sure. but for a guy who's been on TV for thirty some odd yeah. years, uh, not thirty years, but over spanning three decades, uh, yeah. that he has uh, may- maybe not uh, worldwide recognition. And uh, please don't come for me, uh, Boreanaz stands. And that the person who pitched the Boreanaz cast also said that the show should feature guest commentator our own Liana Boris to talk on the Boreanaz cast. 
And Liana Boris tweeted about how she doesn't know anything about uh, David Boreanaz except for the fact that she uh, sees the first two minutes of SEAL Team before she turns it off after Survivor, which then caused uh, an uproar when the Boreanaz uh, fan accounts read oh, that no. negative opinion about David Boreanaz and, and they came for our own Liana Boris. Oh, my goodness. And I then, mean, and then with it, that there were uh, some uh, shots across the bow back and forth between. Well, I'm a huge. I very. I hope the fan accounts don't come for me because I was psyched to get to hang out with David Boreanaz. This was a, a preteen dream come true. So yeah. please don't come for me. I did not know the context. I just know I tweeted out my article that I wrote for Men's Health. Yes, and I got a lot of tweets about it mm-hmm. from your listeners and um i chose to just yeah. smile and like it i didn't okay. know what was the you know hannah did you I guys didn't, i didn't understand touch on at all david boreanaz's net worth oh yeah <laughs> when i talked to him yeah no i didn't ask him how much money he was worth you gotta ask usually I mean, that's I, the first usually the first I question that that every celebrity men. profiler asks then I mean, usually when I meet anybody, I ask them their net worth, famous or not. <laughs> did, did you so feel this like a real it, was, break from character. it was closer to 250 million or 30 million? I don't. God, he's been the lead on so many shows that it was so yeah. many seasons with like syndication. 250. I is mean, wait, what was, this, what was the higher option? 250 or 30. Yeah, I think it's right in the middle. In the middle. Wow, that's still pretty good. Probably, I mean, I'd say probably closer to thirty million. But mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you think about how many seasons all these shows went, mm-hmm. I don't know what the rules for actors getting paid in like the early nineties were. Mm-hmm. That's my only, I yeah. guess, confusion. Um, yeah, and I don't think like at any point he was making like Friends money or like Big Bang money. Mm-hmm. Right, um, where they make like a million per episode, not including you know want to get you know syndication and all that stuff so um and he was also getting probably paid less in the 90s but he's he's been on tv since his yeah very very did he seem really rich (laughs) what you didn't ask him to buy you any bras basically can you repeat that please did he seem rich? And uh, clearly, you didn't ask him to buy you any no. bras. Of course, he could afford to buy me yeah. bras. You can't spell mm-hmm. Boreanis without bra. Without bras, yes. <laughs> Famously, yes. Famously. Okay. All right, Hannah Shapiro. Uh, thank you so, so much. Uh, thank this you was, so much for having me on. Uh, I appreciate you spending the entire day talking to us. <laughs> yes, I. You did call me out for being on my phone. My my uh, lunch plans were wondering what time I was going to arrive. Uh, well, you didn't mm. have to stay for the mailbag. That was uh, above and no, beyond the call of duty. I'm going to come on this podcast. I'm going to be here till the end. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, hopefully that you can still make your dinner plans. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to make a bunch of weird noises and that's going to be the outcome. <laughs> Perfect. All right. And, and of course, uh, Kiva, the yes. 32 fans podcast ro- rolling mm-hmm. along. Yep. 
Yep, some good apps this week, and Chester's eventually going to put out the uh, beer tournament. We had a good is it really going to come out? I, 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 I think it'll come out. He's been working on it. Why? You really want to hear it? I don't. I don't think. I did want. I did want to hear it because I feel like should have come. Yeah, wow, it was a little bit of a hike. Chester's house is nice. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I have no doubt. It's very nice. Um, house. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm interested to hear uh, if and when it ever drops. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it was, a, you know, it was a little visual also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But also like, the one thing we didn't realize, like when you do a cereal tournament, when we, when we rank the cereals, like nobody's drunk, like everyone has like sober opinions, but when you do a beer tournament, you have to like deal with people yelling at you while you're trying to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. A little trick. Okay. All right. Uh, Hannah, thank you so much. Akiva, great job. And we'll be back next time to talk about the Golden Girls on episode number 59 of Rob and Akiva Need a podcast and now hannah this is uh the closing song for our show all right check it let me tell you this in closing although it might seem imposing but trust me if we ever show in your section believe me it's for your own protection because we see things that you need not see and we be places that you need not be to go with your life, look at the Roswell crap. Show love to the black suit, cause that's the man in, that's the man in. Here come the man in black, here they come. Galaxy Defenders. Here come the man in black. Hannah, did you like that? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>